Hello? Hey. Hey. Okay. Nothing wants to work for me tonight. Hmm. That is unfortunate. So, no, no Bluetooth headphones, because that's not going to work. And then the computer... God damn it. And then the that new computer that I got from my dad mm-hmm. um, is like the MacBook Air or whatever. It's like a newer version. Yeah. And they decided, Mac decided, you don't need USB ports in there anymore. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. always just right. a, so, a confusing decision. I don't get that. Yeah, I obviously don't get it either. Uh, so... I'm, I was having to use a converter, and now that sounds like shit, so I have no clue what I'm going to do hmm. um, as far as the podcast is concerned. Which So I'm back on the old one. Dang. Which I wanted to sell, but now I probably won't be able to. Well, folks, no time like the present to drop a line about our upcoming Patreon. God, don't even get me started on that. I don't... <laughs> <laughs> I haven't even gotten to work on that. Yeah. No, you got a lot going on. It's fine. It'll happen when it happens. But it's coming up. Yeah. Yeah. Eventually. Eventually. Just a little short. It's annoying. It's frustrating. I don't, I don't understand that. Why would you get rid of USB? Yeah. How hard is it to keep a USB port? They want you that- to, They want you to purchase another device to supplement that, but that solution doesn't work. So it is. It's a little not even another device, though. Like this is this is just a little like thing, like a little um, converter. A dongle, even. It's not a dongle. Maybe maybe you have to get the official one because this is a third party. You need an official dongle for it to work. Yeah. Yeah. Go fuck yourself, Apple. I'll <laughs> keep this computer before I buy any more of that shit. There you go. It's stupid because I do love Apple. Like I love the computer, and like I've been using that new computer for writing, and it's really nice and lightweight and everything. But like, yeah. And the reason that I got it was my dad was like, "You should just take mine because mine has been freezing up on me, and it froze up on me when I was taking my final and crashed and everything." So he was like, "Take take this one because I'm not using it as much, so you can upgrade and." you know, run multiple things and have a newer computer. This one's not super old, but it's like, you know, I've had it for quite a while now. And it's just like, why would you do that? That doesn't make any sense to me. It's not going to take up that much space. That's supposed to be Apple's market value, basically, is the ease of use. The the idea that even a dummy can use it. But, yeah, when it takes that many steps just to make previous iterations of it, play well with other technology yeah yeah it's just it's just hair pullingly frustrating right it's i i mean i feel the same way about them getting rid of the um the headphone jack it doesn't make any sense to me right um and and that's not even a problem that i deal with because i use bluetooth headphones um you know i've used those for years now although those just broke so technology really hates me yeah well they they claim that they wanted it to be like more streamlined and everything. But of course we know this was a ploy to sell AirPods, which worked on me. And I got to tell you, those things are pretty sturdy, man. Like I washed mine by mistake. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And at first I'm like, Oh crap. Okay. Well this makes sense because they just came out with a new version of AirPods. So these, of course they're going to destruct partially in part because of me, I'll take the blame. It's fine. But I left it, 
alone for like a day and they dried out enough that they started working again. I was so impressed by that. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I mean that's th- this is the this is the issue. They make a great product, but then they do weird things that you're like, "Why would you do that?" Right. And that's been a more recent thing I've noticed. Yeah. Where like, you know, I I just don't know what they're doing. I got a feeling they don't know what they're doing either. But I know what we're doing. We're starting the podcast. Hooray. God, you are so like got to get into it. All right. <laughs> Let me bitch for two hours. Damn. I mean, that's we're getting to that. That's gonna happen. Yeah. That's that's basically our our value of of the market. Um. Yes. Yeah, so, I am Matt Peters. This is Lex and Matt's excellent adventure. I'm joined as always by the Lex Factor, Lex Lutz. Ugh, not a fan. <laughs> not a good nickname. Do not approve. <laughs> You're not a fan of much today. <laughs> No, no. I also, if you if you hear periodic screaming, it's mm. because my neighbors have been partying, day drunk for five over five hours, oh. just yelling. They're Drinking just that, yelling that all Mike's the Heart time. Lemonade, just it's, down that. it's a Tuesday. I'm here <laughs> trying to get work done, get things done, and they're like day drunk, crazy in the pool and stuff. And I'm like, what are you? How is this your like? I understood that I would have understood it was yesterday, like because that's Memorial Day. Everyone doesn't have to work, and it's like a traditional party day. It's a Tuesday. There's like six cars out front. What is happening? Hey, you know what? I hate life right now. It's it's Florida. You know, things work a little different there. They're just they're keeping the party going. They're keeping the love going at your expense. Florida is is weird because. There, you meet people that are completely normal people that you'd meet anywhere, and then all of a sudden you're like, "What the fuck just happened?" Hmm. Because you encounter someone that you ha- like. It is Florida is the weird is definitely deserves the, that title that it has of being so weird. You know what I love is when you're having a conversation with somebody, and just in the middle of it, they drop something that they perceive is just like a common opinion about something. And it's just like the most out of left field thing in the world. Like, yeah, you know, I, I like to go shopping and, you know, sometimes I like to pick up a dozen eggs on my own. But, you know, I just don't understand why the liberals just hate eggs so much. It just seems like it's just a simple thing. And it's just always just like they slide it on in there. It's always something so just. What? Yeah. What, what, I know, but what is the I don't understand what. When did this happen? What did I just do this or what happened? <laughs> Not you. No, no, no. I'm oh, just well, I just sometimes you literally just did the thing that you're talking about. Exactly. Though, I'm like, where did that come from? Now you know how it feels. No, it's just weird. Like, um, <laughs> just stuff that I'm that... genuinely confused right now. What's happening? <laughs> like, I, I'm, I'm, I'm basing it on something else that's much more just awful than what I just oh, okay. said. Yeah. So basically. Um, I had a coworker years ago, and I think I brought this up before, who just slid in a conversation with, all right, yeah, you know, I think everybody's equal. I think everybody deserves a place at the table. Everything's great. Everything's wonderful, except I just don't want my daughter to date a black guy. But other than that, I feel like everybody's just on the same page, you know, equal yeah, rights for everybody. Yeah, that seems to be a common thing that people think they can just say. Yeah, yeah. For some weird reason. I don't. I don't get that. I don't. I mean, I don't. I don't understand it either. Why do you think that's just okay to just throw out there? Why is it cool to say to a black dude? 
I mean, <laughs> why is it cool to say to anyone? Because yeah. I've had white people say that to me as a white person. Yeah, but I'm saying like for the target demographic that you're criticizing to my face. That's a I, they weird. genuinely don't think it's a, there's anything wrong with it. That's right. got to be the explanation. Like they they think that that. I mean, there are so many people that think that those microaggressions and those little racist moments are not racist. Mm-hmm. And I, because they think if you're not spraying someone with a fire hose or something, like it's not racist. I'm like that? <laughs> what? No. Yeah. yeah. No. It's um. It's a strange metric. I don't. I don't quite understand it myself. But hey. You, you, All right. So you almost died. I did. So, folks, if you're listening, you know that we took a week off, and it was kind of mandatory because I came down with pneumonia. <laughs> you see, when you work yourself too hard from both ends of the candle, or whatever this phrase is, and kind of burning both ends. Sure. Candle. Yeah, that thing. So when you do that, it's kind of hard to recognize when you need to stop. Um, you know, your friends may tell you, your 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 podcast co-host may tell you, your wife may tell you, but you keep going, okay, I'm going to get through these projects because I had two big projects. I had um, Shine Nerd Fest and I had um, the Uncanny Magazine TV show taping. Right. Uh, I'm like, all right, cool. This is a solid two weeks of work. I was saying like two weeks. It's a very short period of time. Yeah. And once that happens, I'm just going to chill. You know, it's it's my anniversary. Everything's going to be fine. But life had other plans. Um, so I went in for my annual checkup. And <laughs> the doctor's like, how are you even functioning right now? I'm like, oh, my God, what what do you know? He's like, you are just wheezing and you sound like you're just having trouble breathing altogether. I'm like, oh, well, I'm asthmatic, so that's no big surprise there. I would say you did not exhibit any of that when I was around. Yeah. So that, that developed later. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, I mean, by the time when you were around, I was drinking quite a bit, too. So it was yeah. like the alcohol was helping clear out a little bit of the phlegm, I'm sure. But, yeah, after all that and the late nights and the early mornings and – just not dressing properly and just worrying about every little thing and still maintaining my day job. Um, yeah, I came down with pneumonia and uh, x-rays proved it. It was not cool. So, <laughs> the x-rays proved it. Yes, they you did. You didn't believe it before that. Nope. But you got you got some proof there. <laughs> I'm like, no, 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 no. This is just a small, this is like a chest cold. Or I'm cool. I just take some day quill, keep on rolling. No, man, I had to take drugs. Like I got prescribed some stuff that made my feet swell up. To the point where I'm like, oh my god, my feet look like Popeye's like forearms. That's not good. Uh, <laughs> but it was a small price to pay for the ability to breathe and to function. So I'm here to tell you folks today that nothing is more important than your health. Nothing is more important than maintaining a dialogue with your healthcare provider, uh, going for regular checkups, and sure, most of all, remember that self-care is not just about overindulgence and pampering yourself. Self-care is about doing uh, a self-check as well, making sure that your systems are working properly. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Almost died, still here. Yeah. Yeah, that was a, that was a thing. Because you were, you were wanting to, when I, when you, te- when you messaged me that, like, 
because obviously we recorded the podcast and you were like, oh, yeah, I got my checkup tomorrow or whatever, but everything's good. And I was like, okay, cool. And right. then you messaged me later that day and you were like, well, they're taking, they're rolling me in to see if I have pneumonia. And I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> and uh, so that was, and then I checked in with you and you didn't message me back. So I was messaging your wife mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, being like, what's going on? And she's like, well, he has pneumonia. And then, you know. He went home whenever after that, and uh, then you released the episode that we had recorded Thursday on, like, Friday, Mm -hmm. and you were like, oh, finally got it taken care of, and I was like, or maybe it was Saturday morning. I can't remember what what day it was. It was Friday, because I was very bored. (sighs) Right. I understand that. I was fucking furious now see i get it i was furious because i was like you're not gonna listen like you're not listening to me to like take a break and then we kind of fought and i was like we need to take a break last week like we this week when Mm -hmm. i was saying like oh let's take a break and you were like no 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 and I, i was i was mad like i was legit mad about it why were you um I was mad because it would I so first of all I've been there so I was talking about like overworking and not taking care of yourself and how that's a problem mm-hmm. and then it was like talking to a brick wall where it was just like oh you're just not gonna listen like to what I'm saying or what D's saying or what other friends and family are saying which is you don't need to do so much all the time like you need to stop and think about like what you're doing to yourself physically mentally all of it because it's too much like i had this i had basically what's happening with you or what had just happened with you happened to me several years ago um when i so i got i thought it was a cold it was actually bronchitis by the time i got to the doctor it was acute bronchitis and they had to check me they were like well we need to check for lung cancer or whatever and i was like Fuck. And it, it scared the shit out of me. Like it's it scared me out of my workaholic tendencies. Yeah. Because I was like, this isn't worth it. Like I had I reevaluated a lot of things after that. And it felt to me from the outside looking in like you were having one of those moments, but you were not acknowledging that it was happening. So- That's what it felt like. I respected the the fact that you felt strongly about that because I get it. When you go through something, you want to warn people that you care about not to make the same mistakes you did. Totally understand that. My thing is I wanted you to recognize that me staying home and me kind of tuning out from all the other shit that I was working on was me taking a break. Putting out the podcast was an obligation. That's something that I had to do because we promised people that it would get out. Not saying like there's any type of physical strain on that at all, because there isn't. It's just me pushing some buttons. And like I said, it was just me. Basically, it's the same effort it would have taken me to play Mortal Kombat that day is me getting the podcast out. But it's not but it's not the same because you're putting you're you're putting mental effort into you're not completely tuning out. You're not completely letting go. You're still holding on to work. Have you done the tutorial on Mortal Kombat 11? Because I'm telling you right now, that's work. No. 
That is work. No, I haven't. I haven't played any of that. Okay. I was curious as to how it ported in on the Switch. Like, yeah. I'm always curious about that because I'm like, I love the Switch and like the format, but it, things don't always port into that portable. Port yeah. In the portable. Um, so I was waiting to see reviews and then maybe a price drop on that. So I, from I mean, what I saw, you know. like it holds up as far as like uh, FPS count, except uh, they had to like reduce the graphical strain on the system. Right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like the way the graphics are now, that's not really that big of a deal. Like no. it's not like you're you're dropping a lot because um, graphics are ridiculously good right now. Exactly, exactly. I think that okay. So I was I was whatever I was mad about the the um the putting the podcast out because in my opinion you should have just waited a couple more days when I said like I'd made the post that it wasn't a big deal like. You know, it was to me. It was like literally go to sleep. Like yeah. you said, like you know, um, and then it was like we should not record the podcast this week, and then push back on that as well. So yeah. it was like it was the combination of things that I was like, this is, um, it. I don't know. Like I said, brick wall like type of situation. It was frustrating because both of us were coming from a place of trying to do what's best for our friend. You were looking out for me from that regard. I was attempting to do the same on my end by saying, okay, I know that for, on two fronts. One, I didn't want to let you down. I didn't want to let the listeners down. Second front, I knew that it would bug me if I didn't at least get that episode out. Like, that would be frustrating to the point where I couldn't really relax the way that I should have. And so that released me from having to have that hanging right. over me. But, but that that was a part of the part where I was like, you should be, like, asking yourself why. Why is that frustrating you on that level? Why is it, why is it an obsessive thing? It's not that, like, I don't have that or everyone doesn't have those. Everyone has those things, but, like... Sometimes you have to evaluate why that thing is bothering you on that level. Yeah, and I can tell you exactly why in this case. It's because I worked so hard to get it done. We met these, you know, deadlines. We got the stuff done. The only thing holding up progress was, in my mind, just me pushing a couple of buttons. So I'm like, okay, this is stupid. I'm just going to do this. Plus, I was home from work anyway, my day, my day job. Right. Right. I mean, it's it's one of those things. It's just it is what it is. Yeah. I'm not. Um. You know, if you want to get what Jim Henson got that killed him, and want to go down that road, <laughs> it's not gonna be that bad. <laughs> Trust me, it's not gonna be that bad. Plus, I am taking care of myself. I'm getting better sleep now. I'm getting better rest. I took a whole. Listen, I took six whole days off of work. That was like the longest I've taken off of work in the past seven years. So that yeah. was a miracle in and of itself. Had an anniversary in there. <laughs> you yeah, know? I yeah. just, I my my thought from it was not like that. That's all good. Like that's all really good. You should do that. The thing that I was hoping you would take away from it was that you don't want to put yourself in that position again. And I did to an extent. Because, I mean, it's the same lesson I took away from Cass today. I'm not going to do that again because I saw 
how my face looks in the don't, mirror. I still don't believe you. See, what day is it? It's okay. the 28th. I don't buy it. <laughs> <laughs> I would have had to have the logo done and <laughs> printed out by now if I was doing it this year. It ain't yeah. happening. It no. ain't happening. But I'm doing, I'm doing, I'm making moves to take better care of myself. Plus, other good. than the freaking pneumonia, clean bill of health. I'm all good. Good. Mm-hmm. Good. <laughs> so that's that my lives. news. Yeah. All right. <laughs> so that's I my mean, news. That's good. Like I'm glad that that uh, you're alive. Yeah, yeah. And, and as you can hear, I don't really like talking about myself in that matter too much, just because it's like, you know, I don't want to have to put somebody in a, in a position where they have to like feign like, oh, are you okay? It's like, no, dude, I'm not okay. I'm not doing that. I know you're not. It's just that's how my mind works. <laughs> I don't I, like. I I kind of don't give a fuck. Like, but I just, at the same time, I'm like, God damn it, listen to me. <laughs> you give too much of a fuck. That's yeah, what it no, is. That's also very true. See? I've been in many arguments where that's the case. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah, so. Yeah, well, at least you're better. And then you guys had your anniversary memorial weekend, I'm um, assuming. Well, we we went to see a movie. That's basically it. We didn't get a chance to like celebrate, celebrate. Like we were gonna go out of town, and we were gonna go to like um, oh, Jesus Christ, I was gonna say King's Landing. We were gonna go to Starved Rock. <laughs> you don't want to go there. No, no, definitely not. Um, yeah, we were gonna go out of town a little bit. My brother yeah. was gonna watch BMO. Everything was all set up, squared away. But yeah, you know, life happens. I was gonna say things happen. Yep. The important part is that you guys, you're both okay. Yep. Yep. So. Yep. Important part, we're okay. We're still together. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Are you still married? <laughs> no, it, that... was a, it was a contingent on going to Starved Rock. Like, this is it. Starved Rock is going to save this our marriage. It. This is it. God. God, it is. This is not going well. If you don't take me to King's Landing, we're through. <laughs> <laughs> we need to get away. Yeah. We need to oh, see God. what's west of Westeros. God, I, ju- <laughs> I just always think of... Of like those people that are like, we take this one vacation and this will save our marriage. <laughs> and I'm like, oh my god! If you've gotten to that point of desperation, yeah, you're done. No, that, that no. is such a like, like you know, maybe if we have a kid, oh god, <laughs> make oh no, better. That's the worst. People do that, or they oh. used to. I hope that they're no, they they still do. Better. There's still a thing such as Maybe entrapment. if we add another human with emotions <laughs> and feelings that we have to worry about, it'll fix all of our problems and feelings. This is going to need me around, see? Because we got a kid together. Yeah. 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 Okay. No, that doesn't work. All right. Let me put you up on the dresser, huh? <laughs> Let's make a baby. Let's make a baby about it. Yeah. yeah. No. So, yeah, unless right. you're going on vacation to, like, a, a, a therapist. <laughs> a vacation to a therapist. Yes. I, if you go on, like, a couple's retreat type of situation where you're actually getting therapy, yeah. then maybe your vacation might work because That's it's the dope. beginning of something. I kind of want to just have a fight so we can go to vacation therapy, give massages and shit. Two tickets to therapy, you know. That's it. That's that's the premise of a Vince Vaughn movie. Yeah. <laughs> it's it Jennifer really Aniston. Is. No, it's called Couples Retreat, and I have seen oh it. Oh, my God. I thought you were just making that up. Nope, that was not. That oh, is a no. real movie. Poor Vince Vaughn. 
It them okay. In defense of that movie, it had Kristen <laughs> Bell in it, so yeah. it was it was kind of worth watching, even though it's not. Mm-hmm. Like, don't. But if you happen to stumble across it and see Kristen Bell, you can at least watch Kristen Bell be funny for a little while. It had yeah. Jason Bateman in it too. Anyway, you know, I always get Kristen Bell confused with the girl from Twilight. Like Ron that. Waters. Just. Yeah, because yeah, that's Kristen Stewart. It's Kristen Stewart. Yeah. Okay. I just. Yeah. No. One no. is. One is one bright is, and full of sunshine, and one is just not. You know. One and is, I mean. One is a goth lesbian, which yeah. I'm all here for. Yeah, I mean, hey, that's cool. That's her thing. I'm surprised they didn't try to cast her as Batwoman. Oh, yeah. Uh, it's television. I don't know if she'd do television. Yeah, yeah. Um, there's still some people that won't do that. She's also young. Like, she might be a few more years off from doing television. Because mm-hmm. it's a big commitment. Like, and she, I don't even think she's 30 yet. Or she might just be 30. Wow. She was young when she got, she was like, 18 when she got the twilight movies yeah maybe i'm i need to look it up um so speaking of her we can transition into battinson yes uh, battinson i like it um you stewart, know er, kristen stewart is 29 years old wow yeah that's okay. it she's yeah. very young she is she was a child actor and stuff too so Panic Room. Anyway. <laughs> oh, yeah. That was a good movie. I enjoyed yeah, that. Yeah, it was a good movie. It was. Dude. Okay. So so they're saying that Robert Pattinson is going to be Batman. He's 33, by the way. He's the perfect age for a Batman. I mean. He's the perfect age. He has the perfect jaw. Yeah. <laughs> and he is perfect. He's perfect. I, know, I, my, my, I said this to my brother over the weekend about it, a video about it. and he like th- they're saying that the rumor is that Reeves is going to be doing a very detective heavy Batman. That's what his is going to be. And yeah. apparently, when Matt Reeves was in school, Jeff Loeb was one of his professors. No kidding. So long <laughs> Halloween, bitch, it's happening. That's kind of great. This is so like they're if they're going for detective dark, like if they're kind of going back to he rem- like I. I was messaging my brother about this, and I said, "This is." And Chris, uh, my brother, was saying, "No, like, I, you know, I'm not on board for this or whatever." And I was like, "Dude, I'm calling it now. He's going to be what Batman slash, slash Bruce Wayne, what Heath Ledger was for Joker." Yeah, and I'll tell you what, I don't really care about boys' feelings about Twilight on the internet. Okay, I don't care. He's over 10 years old now it's over 10 years old if you want to look at it like that he was cedric cedric uh what's his face diggory diggory <laughs> yeah. awesome hufflepuff awesome hufflepuff exactly he rocked it in that movie he rocked it so hard i didn't even know who he was the first time i saw it i'm like was that robert pattinson it was because yeah. he kicked ass he's a great actor man in such a small role he made that his own and i'm not yeah. i'm not exaggerating i really liked him in that role he is so, so much he's so much more than those movies. Yeah. And you can see lots of it if you go online like there, nobody hated Twilight more than Robert Pattinson. <laughs> um like because you can just see he's doing the interviews and he's like oh fuck this shit. But he's been in a lot of movies since. He's taken a lot of really cool roles, a lot of darker roles. He's always been a great actor. Like so is Kristen Stewart. Yeah. It's not the it's not the actors. That shit in Twilight. If you want to shit writing. on things, it's the writing and it's the direction and everything Absolutely. like that. Absolutely, yeah. And the the design and the budget and all of that. Like there, there's a million reasons why Twilight is messed up. 
I mean, look the at first it this and way, too. being writing. Yes. And also, it's simple writing, but it's for teenagers. Why are you criticizing <laughs> it like it's supposed to be Citizen Kane? It's not. Right. Some great actors have been in some crap movies. So they that's have. nothing. Nothing and to also, hang your head on. If you're on. listening and you like Twilight and you still like Twilight, but you don't like to talk about how you like Twilight, fucking like Twilight. Who yeah. cares? You know what? I don't, it doesn't affect you. Like, it doesn't. like if you don't like it. You know what? I'm tired of people apologizing for liking bad movies. They call them guilty pleasures. I like some no. movies that are, uh, you know, not traditionally popular. I love I Mystery Men. I love Starship Troopers. There you I will. love it with a passion. <laughs> I think it's fucking brilliant. Yeah, yeah. It's a, it's a, it's a cult classic for sure. Like, that's got some yeah. love behind it. I guess so does he Mystery Men. Yeah. Well, yeah. Oh, look, now this is a fun game. Let's try to think of a movie that you love that everyone hates. Okay, I it's got like the universally hated. Almost. I got the perfect answer for you right here. Okay. There's I'm so gonna, much to okay. hate about this movie. You are going to groan when I say it. It is mm. Deuce Bigelow, Mel Gigolo. Oh no! I'm going to fucking agree. What? I'm gonna agree. What? I'm no. going to agree. <laughs> yes. Deuce Bigelow, Mel Gigolo, fun film. I'm going to add one onto it. Hot chick. Oh my fun god, film. dude. Dude, okay. Just, oh my god, is this a Rob Schneider podcast now? I think it just became Schneider one. Schneiderheads, motherfuckers. <laughs> Schneidercast. All right, so look here. All right, no, so. I, okay, Deuce Bigelow. Fun movie. Deuce Bigelow's fun movie. I saw it twice at the show. I took my friend Reggie the hey, first that's time. That's a little much, but I understand. And then I, I took a date <laughs> to see it the second time, and like, I, I, we were still together after the movie. I was like, yeah, see, right yeah. there, Rob Schneider. Just, man, man. Um, I know Grease 2 <laughs> is a. Is a universally hated film that I fucking love and swear by, and is far more feminist than the first movie. Oh, you stand brought that up that. previously, yeah. <laughs> yeah, stand by that. Yeah, like it's oh. so funny because Grease was put on this pedestal so high, and the only time that I ever saw like Grease two was on WGN afternoon Saturday movie. Like I, I never saw anything about it outside of like just coming on TV unannounced, you know. <laughs> Yeah, I'm looking up like guilty pleasure movies to see what what pops up. The, okay, Halloween. That's not a guilty pleasure movie. Internet. How dare you? <laughs> right. That's that's critical. Showgirls. I never seen Showgirls. I saw Showgirls. It it wasn't for me. The Princess Bride. Are you Princess kidding me? Bride. That's one of the greatest films of all time. Yeah, you can't put that Stupid. on the list. No. What was the movie with Demi Moore where she was a stripper? Striptease. Striptease. That was pretty good. That was better than uh, Showgirls. I, get, I couldn't get through that. I started it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. Uh, five most hated, universally hated movies. The first one is Daredevil. Oh. I've talked about this. I liked Daredevil, guys. The the Affleck Daredevil. I liked it. Yeah, I liked it too. I thought Electra was a bit much, but I liked the movie Daredevil. I thought that was good. Yeah. yeah. What did you think about the Fantastic Four, the first one with Evans? Oh man, I wanted to like it so much because bad. Chris Evans is great and, yeah. and Chickless was great, but everything else just fell apart. Oh, this is a great one. Jersey Girl. Kevin Smith's mm. Jersey Girl. Loved it. Okay. Loved that movie. Okay. Don't understand why I got so much hate. Now, see, I love Mallrats back when that was unpopular. Oh, yeah. Mallrats is amazing. Yeah, yeah. It's funny because a lot of people have come around to that now. Like, before it was like, oh, you know, it's the sophomore slump for Kevin Smith. Apparently, he can't do it twice in a row. I liked Mallrats. Of course, yeah. it was based on comics and everything. So, of course, of course, I dug yeah, it. And it was fun. It was funny. It, it was, was our introduction to Jason cast. Lee. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Excuse me, sir. Would you like a chocolate pretzel? <laughs> uh, the Matrix, Matrix 
sequels. Wait a minute. Not the first Matrix. Oh, okay. okay the sequels. Okay. I thought the second one was all right. I didn't mind. I, I don't remember them enough. <laughs> I didn't mind the second one because there was still hope at the end of that film. <laughs> there was still a glimmer of, all right, they can turn this ship around. They can turn the Nebuchadnezzar around. Ooh, Spider-Man 3. Nope. Still hated it. Okay, I'll I'll give you that. However, the the scene where Sandman is reconstituting himself coming out of the sand pit. Yeah, that was cool. That was great. That was emotionally great. I'll say that. So it had its moments. And I mean, to be fair, oh god. I can just hear all the Letterkenny fans so to be fair. Oh god, I can't. I can't. I don't I can't. know who that is. Continue. You don't want to know. Anyway. I don't want to know. That's why no. I said continue. <laughs> Not continue with your your thing, but Yeah. So um yeah, all right. To be fair, Sam Raimi didn't want to make a movie with Venom. He didn't want to make that movie at all. So he made his Sandman movie and plugged Venom in where he could fit him in. And put Toby, not Toby McGuire. Who's the kid? Um, Topher Grace. Topher Grace as Venom. Not a good choice. Oh, but that no, leads me I to like another him, guilty though. pleasure. I like him, though. Yeah, all right. That's cool. I mean, he's a good actor. He, first of all, you still haven't watched Black Klansman yet, and I know it because you haven't messaged me about it. Because <laughs> once you watch it, you'll like it. Yeah, but I loved him in that drug, that drug movie he was in where he was kind of like a... Yeah, Crash yeah. was good. Um, what was I going to say? Oh, Venom. The, the recent Venom movie that came out. I really enjoyed that. I haven't seen any of it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, just like, not even ironically, I thought it was a good movie. <laughs> yeah, no, I... I so So... Back to to Battinson. Yeah, he's he's going to be great, and I and I'm actually I'm a little bit worried that like it might be a rumor mill thing. Although they did, there was an interview that I read with him, and they were like, "Can you tell us anything about Batman?" And he was like, "I really can't say anything. I can't." So that's a good sign, like that he is going to be Batman, and that they're just signing it, and more than likely they're just waiting to announce it at Comic Con. Um, yeah. And, the only uh, reason that I could see him not wanting to take it on is because he's dealt with the backlash. He's dealt with fame, that huge fame. Yeah. Um, and I, the thing that I think could win him over is I think that Matt Reeves probably has a great script and a great vision for it. I hope that Warner Brothers just says fuck it, 2019, and they just go ahead with what, what their plan is and they don't course correct. Like, I mean, all right, so. I know a lot of people had had complaints about the Sonic the Hedgehog movie, but it wasn't for them anyway. It was for the kids, and I know they wanted to scratch that nostalgia itch a little bit too. But it's like, come on now, we grown people on the internet complaining about Sonic the Hedgehog, y'all. That's, well, what are we doing? What are we doing? Yeah. So these artists had to go back to work. Now I'm just changing the subject a little bit, little 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 deviation here. So they they postponed the release of Sonic the Hedgehog the Wait, movie. What? Yes. I didn't hear about this. Yeah, they kicked it back. So now it's Valentine's Day 2020. What because was it before? They, huh? What was it before? Oh, I don't know, but it was before that. So now they have to go back and make Sonic look a little bit cuter and more palatable because um, the internet didn't like it. 
I mean, I'm not opposed to it because we've you and I, on a personal level, have talked about this. I'm trying to hunt down the perfect Detective Pikachu stuffed <laughs> animal that, that matches the fluffy cuteness of the movie. Right. So if you're telling me that they're going to make him fluffy cute, I'm all for it because I love the fluffy cute. Like, that's my faves. I like, mean, the only thing it. about... I wanted to wait till the show to tell you this thing because I knew you are going to bring it up. The only thing okay. about Detective Pikachu that looks movie accurate is it's going to be, like, too close to taxidermy, almost... Yeah, yeah. Like, and I, it's going to be a little what? weird. I'm okay with that. Okay. I've decided I'm okay with that. If I can get a, a close to movie accurate of the fluffy Detective Pikachu, because I look up these stuffed animals and they're all these bitch ass, terrible looking um, peacock chew. Like, bitch ass Pikachus, man. Well, yeah, like Pikachu. they're just, they look terrible. <laughs> and I can't find it, and I want one that's good. I think I showed you a picture of the one that Archie bought me back from Japan, the, the Japanese Pokemon store with uh, Pikachu and like a dapper sport jacket and the cane. And he's got like yeah, a pocket watch. Yeah, I think so. I, yeah. the, the main thing that I've noticed is they don't do the fluffy. Right. Well, yeah. and, which doesn't make any sense because you have this movie coming out. Like, why don't you have merch everywhere for it? Right, right. That's where well, you make all your money. One thing they did manage to get out that they got right was the hat they got the hat with the ears yes. so that was yeah. cool but yeah the the take home talking plush nope didn't happen yeah yeah give me like it doesn't even have to be talking but like that would be great like give yeah. me like a 30 dollar like deluxe plushie of pikachu <laughs> that's what where's, i want where's my hot toys man come on get in there yeah, but then I won't be able to afford it. Yeah, that's the downside to being screen that's accurate. Stupid. Like, yeah. I, uh, it doesn't have to be completely screen accurate, but it needs to be close. Mm-hmm. And I don't understand why it's that difficult. He looks like a freaking little little yellow teddy bear. It's adorable. <laughs> just get you a Swiffer. Oh, soft puff. Come on. And just put some eyes, some googly eyes. <laughs> no. Okay. All right. All right. All right. So, yeah. But anyway, Pikachu. I'm excited. So, so are you also on board? Because I was curious if you were on board for him playing Batman or not. Yeah, actually, I mean, at this point, I, I know it sounds super dismissive. I don't care. Like anybody, yeah, that's fair. anybody who they pick has to get some good material underneath them in order to make a difference. I mean, we so come I from have confidence in it because I love Matt Reeves. Yeah, I okay. think he makes great films. Like, that's my main reason for being, already being in. What are some of his other acting credits? So, directing. He's the writer-director. So, he did all the the latest Planet of the Apes movies. Oh, the last Um, two, right. And he works with J.J. a lot. Okay. J.J. Abrams. So, they've done, like, um, Felicity. Uh, What else? It's, It's Lots of stuff. Let's just go through. Yeah. So he, the biggest thing that he's done lately is the Planet of the Apes ones. Oh, um, shit. He did the Paul Bearer. Right. He did <laughs> He did Cloverfield. Okay. Oh, um, wow. You got me with Cloverfield. I really like that movie. Yeah, it was a great movie. Yeah. Um, like I said, Felicity. I was thinking he did some more TV, but I guess not. Yeah. The Passage, whatever that was. I mean, Felicity's enough. Felicity was a great show. Felicity was a great show. Yeah. Ended horribly. But that's that's <laughs> the network's fault. That's not their fault. They made we're, them go back and do more episodes. We're going to yeah. talk about that a little bit more later, too. Because <laughs> I, yeah. I had some other shows I wanted to discuss of that vein. So yeah. with, with the whole Pattinson-Reeves Pattinson. package, 
I feel good. I feel good about it because I feel like now that DC's not trying to make their own universe. version of Marvel, yeah. that you know they're they're going to start making smarter decisions. They they see what worked with Aquaman, they see what worked with Shazam, mm-hmm. and of course uh, what Wonder worked Woman. with Wonder Woman yeah. and the upcoming one. I was I was glad to read. Um, on that note, Patty Jenkins was like, "Man, I wish we hadn't pushed back the release date. She wants to release it sooner." You know, she's so excited to get it out. Yeah. Um, I I can't wait to see that. I I'm excited about this new Batman. It would yeah. be a little weird. If Robert Pattinson just stepped into <laughs> the same like world as um, Affleck, I, I mean, I was uh, I was watching a video on um, Emergency Awesome, which is a, a nice YouTube channel that I watch that kind of goes over rumors and does reviews and stuff like that. He's he does some good work. Okay, um, and he was saying that like. He thinks it's all like based on rumors and stuff. And he usually goes from pretty reliable sources that it's all but like assured that they're going to recast uh, the Flash as well. Like okay. he's, he's yeah. not going to make any more movies. I don't know yeah. about that. But like I, I think that this is all just they're just going to make individual movies, which I'm totally fine with. It doesn't have to be a universe. If we want a DC universe, we can just look at television because they're doing it perfectly on there. Like Absolutely. You know, I don't yeah. care. I know that I, I feel bad for like DC fans that want that, but I would rather just get a Green Lantern movie like in two years or, you know, get this Batman trilogy, like this new Batman going. Give me a Wonder Woman trilogy. Give me some Flash movies. You know, I would just rather see good movies than worry about this whole thing that all fits together. Like, I don't care. I just want to enjoy the movies. Yeah. I mean, with DC, they just can't help but bifurcate their properties. They always want to have it both ways. They want to have a universe, and they want to have a standalone thing that doesn't really touch anything else. Yeah. So it's even more than by. It's it's even more than that now. They have this standalone Joker movie. They still have Suicide Squad 2 to deal with, which, according to reports, is going to be standalone as well. They have um, the Amazing Titans series on their uh, streaming service. That's kicking major ass. Along with the Doom Patrol series that just finished up its season and seems to be yet another different universe than the Titans show that it spun off of. So I don't even... I don't even know how it's working. And Swamp Thing is probably going to be its own thing, too. I, I highly doubt they're going to bring up anything in Swamp God, Thing. God, I forgot they were doing Swamp Thing. Oh yeah, my that's, God. that's next on so the, uh, on the agenda. I think that they just need to embrace that they're doing, they're just making content. They're not making anything intertwined. Because, like, the Joker is a perfect example. Joaquin Phoenix is never going to do multiple movies. No. That dude's an eccentric weirdo. Like, he's out after yeah. that Joker movie. Yeah. I'm amazed I mean, he took it in the first place. He must really think it's a fun, interesting role to play. I think they really just wanted to fill a void, too. You know, They wanted to get a Joker movie done. Maybe everybody else was busy. <laughs> I hate to put him they on wanted, that level. They wanted to make you know? a movie. They wanted to release movies. They, they, yeah. they look at their schedule, and they go, Marvel's releasing X, Y, and Z. This studio's releasing X, Y, and Z. We need right. to get something out there. And then this is what happens. And it's funny because I was I was listening to Fat Man on Batman uh, previous to this, and they were going over the Marvel release schedule. Nothing's really done yet, aside from uh, Far From Home. They're still in production with their with their next line of movies. Well, what so else? I think is they're kind of just nothing else back. is coming out this year, right? Other than Far From Home. Far From Home's coming out. Then I think Guardians Three is next, 
That's going to be super delayed, though, because, I mean, it was supposed to come out next year, but it's going to be at least another year because oh, they absolutely. fired Gunn. Yeah. So and they then may, brought it back. They may try to push uh, Black Panther 2 before that. And they have the Eternals movie that, that that's supposed to be coming out. Then the sequel to Captain Marvel, but none of those are in production. Like, none of them. So yeah. Marvel's going to be just kind of chilling I would be okay with Marvel taking a year off. Yeah. And plus, they're, they're working on uh, Disney+. Plus. Yeah, you know? I so, yeah, that's gonna have great content on there. I, I'd be fine with that if they took a year off of movies. I'd be like, good after everything you just did, like after the marathon. <laughs> yeah, take a year. Yeah, and, Mark Bernardin said, um, you know, just kind of reset our expectations too. You know, because the next thing is gonna be compared to Endgame, no matter what. And so it's kind of good that that Spider Man is a um, kind of an epilogue to that. Yeah, you know. Yeah. I don't know. I, I'm I'm still excited about Marvel movies too though. I but am too. I, I'm yeah. not I'm not I've seen people that are like, Well, this is the end. I'm like, what are you talking about? It's just starting. <laughs> we just got we just got Black Panther and Captain Marvel. Like, bitch, what? You're you're leaving now? It's the end of an era. And, yeah, I mean, it's the end of an era, but it's like you're you're tapping out right when it, things become diverse and, and, and even more interesting. Come I, on, I don't think people are tapping out. They just know, like, all right, we're not gonna get we're not gonna get Robert Downey I Jr. I have seen people, whatever. Okay, well they're weird, but <laughs> I don't mean to put everybody in that bucket. But yeah, I mean you're right. Things are just getting interesting now because you know what? It's jazz from this point forward. There's no template. The dangling plot threads that are left behind, like the Mandarin, we're going to have to see how they deal with that without Tony Stark. We're going to have to see. Oh, fuck. Yeah. Spoilers. Spoilers. No, uh, no, no. You're good. You're good. I was just <laughs> laughing because you're like, it's jazz from here on out. And then I was just thinking of a joke that I heard the other day that was a uh, jazz. You call you once called jazz America's greatest mistake. <laughs> 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 so I was just like, oh yeah, America's greatest mistake. Sorry, that's what my, my brain filled in for that. Um, yeah, no, it's going to be... Yeah, you fucking spoiled Endgame, so have fun with yeah. that, everyone. Um, but like, yeah, it's going to be really interesting going forward. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I, I'm, I'm, I'm excited about the movies that both companies are looking to put out whether they're linked or not and and yeah. i agree it's probably better off that they're not linked in the dc universe because like clearly they can't handle it they can't and when things get pushed back it moves everything else back too because one of the things that's been yeah, causing give us a fucking green lantern movie i don't care man Just yeah give us a good green lantern movie that green lantern core movie who knows if that's going to happen or not but one of the things that better. caused everything to get pushed back was because they couldn't agree on the Flash film. Like, that was one of the main things yeah, that was going they were on the there. Yeah, Flashpoint. Right. And so, I, I guess um, Ezra Miller didn't quite like the direction it was going. He tried to help write the script at one point. Um, I don't they, dislike Ezra Miller. Sure. I will say that I do not dislike him. He's fine. Um, I don't care what Ezra Miller thinks. <laughs> about the Flash movie. I like him as a person. Yeah, I, I, I don't, I don't I, care about him being the Flash ever again. <laughs> I don't like the way he runs. Um, I, I, I mean, I just... The, the idea to me, and I'm not going to place it all on him, because it's yeah. not all on him, but the idea to me that he's like, no, I don't like this. When I'm like, you've done... 
basically a cameo in a movie. <laughs> like, right. Like, you're not you're not a Stephen Amell going into you know season <laughs> twenty of a show. Yeah. You're yeah. still very like I I just I whatever. Shout I'm out like, to Stephen Amell. You know uh, we do this the, all the time. I'm the sure. Anchor. The anchor, the the passion behind the Arrowverse, man. I feel like so much goodwill and so much joy has been bought because I of am his working just, to catch up on that. BT his does. good attitude. He's just yeah. got such a great attitude about just his job, his coworkers, everything. I love it. I love him. He's a great person. Did you I know? tell you how Charitable? I fell in love? How, how how I started Arrow because Arrow started right after Smallville ended. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And I was like the year after, remember? And I was like, I can't do it because I was so I knew what Green Arrow was according to Smallville, and I was like, I just can't do it. Like I was too still emotionally like hungover yeah. from Smallville, not in a bad way. Like, you know, I love Smallville beginning to end, but I I just was like, I can't get into it. So I ended up listening to Aisha Tyler's podcast, Girl and Guy. Okay, yeah. She had Stephen Amell on there, and it was at Comic-Con. Nice. And it wasn't a panel. It was just he was at the convention or something like that, and they were having this discussion. And he was so open uh, and refreshing and talking about being a leader and what he wants to be on set and the responsibility that he feels doing the role. And, you know, things like he got walking pneumonia at the end of season one. Uh-huh. Um, you know, he had, you know, he had all these and that's when he was like, I can't do, you know, he started to set certain boundaries and rules for himself. Like he would not do shirtless scenes all the time anymore. He would not, <laughs> you know, he started to, to set these rules and boundaries and he talked about, the responsibility of being number one on the call sheet of mm. being that guy. And it's, it, he was, it was the way that he was speaking about it was not only do I understand all of this, I'm ready for it. Okay. And I was like one over, he won me over and I well, was like, I have you, to watch the show. No, I'll make you this vow here. And now I will do less shirtless scenes on the podcast going forward. Yeah. Yes. I will not make that promise, but that's <laughs> the, I mean, the, I just, I was, I, I, he won me over with it. Mm-hmm. He was so, there was something so sincere, sinceriously. Yeah, no, uh, that's exactly what it him. is. Like, he's just a sincere guy. You hit the nail yeah. on the head. That's exactly what it is. Yeah. Because you get the impression that he really means what he says, what he's putting out there. He's a good actor. You know, I've, I've talked about how he got his buddy Cody Rhodes on the show before, mm-hmm. you know, just, he's just a bro. In a good way. I, I, yeah, the, yes, I agree in a good way. He, the way that he seems to, you know, and, and you're just seeing through social media and stuff like that, but the way that he seems to genuinely love his friends, right. his wife, his daughter, the people that he works with, how he respects them so much. Yes. I, it's, it's just, there's so, in, 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 in this era of fucking idiots getting television shows left and right or Instagram influencers and everything like that to see someone who really genuinely seems to give a shit about what he does and knows why he's doing it, which is for himself, his friends, his family, his everything to use his platform in a charitable way to communicate with people in a new way, you know, the way that he was on on Facebook and everything like that, he was one of those first guys to really do that. Um, that I saw, at least. 
Oh, you're right. Um, he's got that same type of uh, the same type of energy that The Rock has that he brings yeah. to all his films. He brings that 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 enthusiasm and that sincerity. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. You should um, you should also listen to him on uh, Michael Rosenbaum's podcast. Oh, I'm sure that's gonna Side be a great you. episode. It yeah. was great. He he was saying like you know that it because he talked about it on a different podcast where he was like it just opened him up in a way that he didn't realize like. Rosenbaum is just that good of an, uh, an interviewer, um, and the conversations that they had were just really interesting. Like, I didn't know Stephen Amell was married before mm. and had been divorced. Oh, wow. He's never talked about it publicly, and it's not like he's refused to, but it's just never been a thing, and he he's kind of been reluctant or whatever to talk, and, you know, yeah. just and, – and they got into that stuff in his podcast, and it was it was incredibly interesting to hear – more about him as a person and it made me you know love him even more and respect him even more uh but it's really well done i definitely recommend that okay yeah i'll check it out yeah for sure um breaking news for you that you'll like to you'll like oh, to hear okay. uh they're bringing uh a, <laughs> a new chapter of detective pikachu to the switch they just announced that oh wait yeah. is there already one on the switch no, uh, I've never the, played Detective Pikachu. Yeah, I'm just throwing that out there. I played it a little bit. It's a little I heard it was below. Bad. It's it's good. It's just below my enjoyment level as far as like age wise. A little too easy for the uh, engagement there. Plus they they spell everything out for you. It's just like push A to go over here. Like motherfucker, I know where A is. I'm, I've been yeah. gaming my whole life. I know where the A button is. I know how to use a touch screen. Yeah, come on catch up with me but yeah i mean I, I could see i could see where the where the appeal is but it's just i will i, I, I will it. look forward to reading reviews and then buying that when it eventually goes on sale because that's yeah. how i that's how i roll with video games now you know the last video game that i bought was it red dead Not, redemption no <laughs> shoot the last video game i bought and one that i need to recommend to everybody this will bring you joy it will bring you such enjoyment out of your gaming experience, if you have a friend, if you have a sibling, if you have a partner, play Overcooked. It's free on PlayStation Plus this month. It's this game about kitchen management. And you're these little guys who run around and try to make dishes to serve them to people in a timely fashion. That's all I'm going to say about it. It's really fun. There's a sequel out, too. This is how good this game was. D and I played this um, pretty much the entire time that I was under the weather. Um, it was, it was, uh, it was so cool. We got the DLC. The DLC was on sale too for like a dollar or something like that. We beat that and then we immediately paid full price for the sequel because we enjoyed this series so much. So shout out to team 17. I think the development team is, it's a lot of fun. You got to try it. Yeah. It's even cool with one player, but you really get that experience, the team building experience when you play with more than one person. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. No, I just haven't. I, like, there's been a couple of Switch games. Like, there's a bunch of Mario games. The 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 one that was originally on the what's it, what was the last gen thing? Oh, the the Wii U, the uh, new Super Mario Brothers yeah, Wii U yeah. Ultimate Edition Turbo that, with Knuckles. That one, yeah, <laughs> that one was was one that I was like, maybe I'll pick this up at some point because I never, I didn't play, I didn't have a Wii U. So I have the most nitpicky reason for not playing those new Super Mario Brothers games. Because the background music is kind of annoying, and the Koopa Troopers dance to it. And so when I'm going through the level, they literally will stop and do like a little two-step 
and just like I'll glide over him when I'm trying to stomp on him. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, I See? I play when I play on the Switch. I play it muted a lot. Right, it's like so kind of sacrilege, but I don't. No, I, so I, I do it while I'm watching a show or something. That's really bad for you then, because you won't be able to hear the music cue and wonder like, why did they just stop like mid stroll just to do a little jig? Like, no, no, I don't want um, that. That's interesting. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, there's like a Yoshi <laughs> game on there, and I, I don't know. Um, no, there's, I, I still um, haven't beat Red Dead Redemption. What do you call it? Um, Mario Maker 2. The horse 2. died. I got upset. That's sad. God Did you have it. that white Arabian horse? I don't remember what it was, but I okay. had a horse. His name was Elmer. I had him the whole game. I hadn't played for like two months. I picked up my game. 30 minutes in, I killed my fucking horse. You need to get another horse and name him Snowball 2. That's what you need no, to do. No, I named him. I gave him a normal name. I know. I think I named him Henry. <laughs> oh, okay. He was black, like a. I don't know, but like, the, I just don't. I, I don't. I don't know. I just there's got really, really upset. There's a really good horse because you know you can have a whole stable of horses. There's a really cool I don't horse. Care. I want one horse. You just- I want to be my best friend. <laughs> You can have that. That's that's all you. No, but they killed it. No, but I mean, you could find a better horse and make that your best friend. <laughs> but it wasn't. You can't find a better best friend. That's not how. That's not how best friend works. That's how it works in Red Dead Redemption, especially in the Old West. Look, in the Old West, you had to be. <laughs> you couldn't be picky about your friends in the Old West. Oh no, when it's yeehaw shooting time. Yeah. Rooting, tooting, cowboy shooting. You got a kid with a program. <laughs> okay. All right. So do we want to talk about... Um, do we want to talk about Game of Thrones? I mean, yeah. I'm not going to talk about the content of Game of Thrones. Okay. I'm just going to throw that out there. Um, I... So Game of Thrones ended, not this week, past weekend, but the weekend before that. Right, right. Uh, fans have been assholes about the show the whole season. As soon as it started, they decided they hated it, and we're going to hate it, and mm. we're going to just fucking trash it to the very end, and mm. that is exactly what happened. Um, everyone wrote their think pieces and their bullshit. I had to get off of all social media, and... Uh, turn off the news notifications on my phone because I was getting shit pieces, uh, th- shit think pieces sent to me about why Game of Thrones, the ending was bad. Um, here's the thing. If you didn't like the ending, uh, depends on the reason you didn't like it, but if you didn't like the ending itself, the content, you weren't paying attention. Um, if you, criticize how the ending went down, that's totally valid. Which is, it should have been longer. It should have been a full season. The last two seasons should have been 13 episodes. Like, that's what should have happened. I don't understand why they rushed it. I don't understand why they thought they could do it in six episodes. They clearly couldn't. I have they an wanted to be done. I have an answer for that, actually. Yeah. The reason is, is because they got hired to do Star Wars, and they wanted to get started on that. Right, and if that's the case, then you make arrangements to have someone else take over. Um, but if that you want to go get started on Star Wars, fuck you. Um, finish yeah. the thing that you're 
finish your food before you move on to the next <laughs> bit of food, buddy. That yeah. is insane. Um, <clears throat> I understand that you're done. You've been doing this for 10 years and that you're done. But especially if you watch the documentary because they're, last night or Sunday night, sorry, they mm-hmm. aired a documentary on the making of the show. And I haven't watched that yet. Is it, is it worth my time? Or? Yes, absolutely. Okay. It's a okay. giant love letter to the people that created the sets and everything and extras and everything like that. It's it's all about the people that spent, you know, seven months building King's Landing and, you know, this extra who he's been in every season Wow. And, you know, he's just a Stark man. And at one point he was a <laughs> Renly Baratheon man and just like how he just loves acting and he's just the sweetest guy in the world. And he just comes in. He gets so excited. He's just a huge fan of the show. And he, he, he never has any lines, but he's a background like he's a he's an extra that's always there. And it's just. It's really for those people that yeah. we don't see but that sacrificed so much of their lives to create this thing. And, you know, it made me even more upset of how awful the response has been. It has not been constructive criticism. Um, I'm not saying there hasn't been constructive criticism. There has been. I've seen constructive criticism. And I've been cool with that. Um, And 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 when, when that's the conversation, I'm fine with it, you know. It's never going to be as good as the book because the book is going to have so much more time either way. Like, like even if they had 13 episodes for the last two seasons, they had time. They, they wouldn't, they still wouldn't have time to flesh all of that out in 13 episodes because these books, especially they get bigger and bigger every time. Like it's going to be massive. Now this is something that anime actually deals with quite often where they'll begin producing a cartoon based on a popular manga. And it's not done. And it's not done. And, and so and they have to tough. make that decision. Yeah. Right. And it's really tough. Um, I don't think it's ever been done with something like this, especially on the level that it's at with a right. series that is as big as Game of Thrones is. Yeah. And, and the thing is, Martin, he he has an outline. He has an idea. He knows. So he knows who's going to win the game. Sure. He knows how the, he knows the big bullet points. He doesn't exactly know how he's getting there. So when he's sitting down with them, he's telling them, here's the bullet point, one, two, three, four is the end. Mm -hmm. And that's all they get. And so they're going to struggle to create it because he hasn't filled in all of the gaps. So they're going to have to try to fill in the gaps. And they're never going to be as good as he is at it because it's his world. He created it. And, And so it's... The books are going to be better when they come out. And I actually do kind of have a weird hope that they're going to come out now because I feel like Martin is just going to be like, oh, I don't have to deal with the pressure anymore. <laughs> they know how it ends. Yeah. And I'm yeah. going to have my own little twists and turns with things. But for the most part, it's going to be the same. Well, what's funny about this situation is it's it's, it's um, unique in the fact that they have all these other spinoffs in the pipeline um, for Game yeah. of Thrones. So at one point, you know, the, the viewer, uh, thinks to themselves, okay, they can always get 
like a Kit Harrington to come back or something like that and do like a young Indiana Jones where they show a story from his past and then they fast forward and they, you know, end the story that way, you know, with, uh, with, uh, George R. R. Martin's, uh, blessing. But I mean, of course, now we know that's not possible because Kit Harrington basically said, yeah, I'm done. You guys suck. I'm out. Yeah, Kit Harrington is literally like literally a story just broke before our show that Kit Harrington is in rehab right now. Yeah, yeah. Um because of the enormous stress that has come from this final season of Game of Thrones and all of the bullshit that's come with it and alcohol abuse. Right. Um Sophie Turner was talking about just recently how she was like put in like suicidal tendencies over uh, not not now, but like in the past, with yeah. the the bullshit that they received from this show. Um, I feel so bad for her too because not only like all right, so the Game of they, Thrones they finale is polarizing to say the right. least. To be polite about it, you know, but that that always seemed like a sure shot. That seemed like something people were gonna love about her specifically forever. But then you had her on Dark Phoenix, and already that's gotten so much hate and venom because of, well, it's an X-Men film, and it's post-Marvel. So, it sucks now she's getting it on both ends. I'm glad that, you know, she found love, and she's got a husband that can hopefully, you know, help her to fortify the wall around... Oh, God, this is a terrible analogy. Um, I understand what you mean. You get what I'm saying. Yeah. I, I, I hope that they can work together to to make sure that this doesn't affect her as much as it's affecting Kit, basically. Yeah, and I mean, what I, the article that I was reading was Kit's wife, who was Ye- Ygritte. Yeah. Um, like, they, they got married in real... Like, they met on the show and then ended up getting married, some, like, last year or something like that. Like, that she's very supportive. Um, I mean, I'm also worried about Amelia Clark because yeah. she dealt with all of those health issues. And, oh, yeah. I mean, people have been... The bullshit that they've been saying, like, well, they all got paid. They got... The, I'm like, you... Fuck you. Like, yeah, they got paid, but they're also being, their lives are being fucking, like, torn to shreds right now. Right. Because of all of this backlash. Yeah. And this is, this is a modern thing. This is something that has started cropping up in nerd culture more recently than ever. I mean, there's always been a little bit of, um, you know, kickback for certain projects that didn't end the way that folks wanted them to. But to go and attack the actors and actresses that portray these characters, because your favorite show didn't, you know, hit all the notes you wanted it to. That's yeah. bullshit. That's yeah, you're bullshit, a loser. And that's a weak. Yeah, you're a loser. If you do yeah. That. You know, 100%. of course, we, we talked about Rose Tico uh, a couple episodes ago and just. Yeah, that all poor of actress. the star, how they all get shit. Like, yeah. It's, it's stupid. How Pattinson, like we were just talking about, like how he's already, you know, you're already dealing with bullshit from him. Right, right. Um, just based on a movie he did 20 years ago. I think Jesus that the, my thoughts on the finale without talking about the content. Yeah. Um, I, it makes me look forward to the books even more. I like that. I at least know part of the ending. Yeah. Um, did it play out the way that I wanted it to No. Um, is that what I expected to happen? Yes. I, okay. I did not expect it to play out in a way that would make me happy on any level, because that's never been that show. That's never been that show, and that's why years ago I gave up on Game of Thrones because I'm like, this isn't what I want. I know right. that folks love it, but it's not what I I'm looking 
for from an hour long, you know, drama on a weekly basis. Right. But it, it has enough interesting, uh, enough interesting notes in there that made me come back where I'm like, okay, I know it, I, I know it's going to piss me off, but I want to watch it. I don't know what people wanted or expected from the show. They wanted a the happy story. ending, oddly, which no matter how you slice it, Game of Thrones has never been about a happy ending. Never. It's never been and about And if that. they would have gotten a happy ending, they would have complained about that. Of course, because they're like, oh, they just put a bow on it because they had to wrap it up in time for them to go out. Either or, way, they would have lost. Or they were doing fan service. Yeah. They were doing fan service. Remember how that was happening all last year over a romantic <laughs> thing that was happening on the show, which I'm right. also not going to talk about because I right. genuinely want people to be able to enjoy this maybe a couple years from now. Um <laughs> They were like this. This romantic thing is all just fan service bullshit. And then, and then they started going a different direction. They're like, "What the fuck is happening? Why are they doing this? What? What do you want?" So I get that people are going to complain online. I get that people are going to be pissed off about whatever happening didn't go the way they wanted or expected it to. My biggest complaint about the whole thing is that they're basically clogging up the pipes on websites like Change.org that are really. You know, letting people's voices be heard about serious issues in our world, you know, political and otherwise. Um, they're clogging up the pipes with shit like, oh, go back and redo Game of Thrones uh, final season. Like, what? It's not going to happen. You're sitting there writing paragraph upon paragraph about why they need to start over for you? Oh, I read the person. I read an interview with the person or a quote from the person who created that. Yeah. And there, his his exact quote was, or roughly his quote was, um, "Oh, we know they're never going to remake it, but we want them to know how angry we are." Bullshit. They and want I was that like, to work. Are you fucking kidding me? Is that <laughs> so what your just, life is? They Go just want to piss people off. Bitch. Like, what are you doing? Wow. Yeah. I'm sorry, exactly. but like, go go fucking make something. If you think that you're so good at at creating something. Like, first of all, go watch that documentary. Watch all of these people that put all of this time and effort into it. And why don't you say the shit that you're saying about this to their face, first of all. And second of all, everyone acts like they have a better ending for everything. And I'm like, why don't you make something then? That's what I get really annoyed with right now. People think that their opinions matter than they actually do. More than they do, right? Uh, in, in in a way, I mean, I get it. Like fan feedback is important in some situations, but, but why? when you force yourself upon the creators in that way, I mean, because sometimes creators take that feedback and they work it into the show. If done correctly, if done politely, if solicited, if shown passion in a in a positive way, you look at something like um, uh, what you call it, uh, Cora, Legend of Cora. You know, they they worked what the fans wanted into that show. Maybe they just, weren't going that way initially, but they I worked just it in don't, there. I, I mean, we've, it's kind of like, you know, like, I, I, I just don't know why. I don't know. I, I guess I look at it from the other perspective of someone writing a thing. Yeah. Where I'm like, if you're thinking about that, the writing's not going to be good. If you're trying <laughs> I, to please everyone, you, you will never win. You're, that's true. you're, tr- you're trapping yourself. That's true. Um, I almost look at it like, because you know, you're just if, living uh, in fear. Right. 
But it's also kind of lazy, too, if you think about it. If a writer's just sitting around yeah. waiting for the fans to tell them what to do, that's not the type of writer you want creating your content. You want somebody with a clear plan. Right. For are instance, you even a writer, then? What are you? Right. Tom King, who is currently writing uh, the Batman book over at DC. The he, Batman. He, the yep. Batman. He, um, he had a plan, a hundred-issue plan. Oh, wow. Uh, that's huge. Yeah, from the very beginning, he knew how he wanted his run to go. Right. DC told him, like, sure, man, you got it for at least 100, whatever you want to do. Um, apparently, they changed their mind because the Internet is fucking complaining. And so what the one cool thing to come from this, though, uh, because I guess he, he, he made some type of statement to the press saying that he's going to do something to Batman that may change him for an entire generation, may change him forever. And so they got cold feet. And what so now, it? we don't know, because it's part of the story. He didn't want to, like, uh, reveal what was going to happen. But if you know, he's not going to do it... Well, here's the, here's okay, the thing that they ahead. are going to do. So they're, gonna, they're going to replace him on Batman uh, after this uh, iteration of his story, after this chapter of his story is done. They're going to give him another spinoff book of his own, kind of like an Elseworlds title. You know? Uh, they do this now with Batman. And I, I do see the value in that. For stories that weren't finished, that ended abruptly because of some editorial decision, but orchestrating it like that, giving these internet trolls power, giving them yeah. the, the validation, it's like, you're, you can't put that genie back in the bottle. And sometimes, you know, I was talking to friend Brad about this one time, and he, and he explained it to me, or, he kind of laid this out for me in a way that I had, I had, I'd agreed, but I hadn't really articulated it in the same way mm-hmm. where I think we were talking about how I met your mother, maybe about lost. I don't know, but we're talking about how people have negative feedback on it and, and this and that. And, and he was saying that he didn't, he didn't have any negativity toward it because he knew he was signing up for whatever they were going to give him. Right. And he was like, I'm in. I signed up for this and whatever you're going to end up giving me is what you're going to end up giving me basically right, was, was right. pair. You know, he said it in a better way, but, but it was, it was just presented that way. Like, you know, and, and that to me is the way that I think we should view stories. And when you read a story and you go, and I do this all the time when I read a story and I go, I wanted it to go this way. Right. I don't see that and go, I'm angry because it didn't go my way. Um, and I'm gonna, and I'm not saying I've never done that because I have, but like now when I view something like that and I go, damn, this didn't go my way. I would have done this instead of that. I just channel it into something else. Like I, it, it makes you a better storyteller or yeah. it makes you seek out better writing. It makes you, it, like, I, I just don't, you don't have to respond to something that didn't play out the way that you wanted it to with anger and then hating the thing that you liked for so long. You can exactly. just go, I would have made a different choice. <laughs> but, yeah. You yeah. know, I get passionate about it. You know, as a consumer of entertainment and as a wrestling fan, it's like, there are so many times where the guy that I want to win does not win. And I complain and I kind of pout about it. But then I go to sleep. Next day I wake up. I'm like, okay, what, what, what else do they have? What else is next? Because at the end of the day, there are 60 performers on that roster 
you know, maybe a little bit less. But there's a lot of performers on their roster that I really care about that I want to see succeed. I want to see them hit those highs. I want them to make me feel something, you know. And that's uh, to tie it back to Game of Thrones. That's kind of how I felt at the end of Game of Thrones. I wanted more. It wasn't a matter of like, okay, I think they ended this poorly. It's like, I don't feel like they ended it. I want to know what happens next. I don't and, think you, I would argue that I don't think we would have felt that way had the rest of the season been longer. Absolutely. Because it was too I, short. I felt like some seasons were too long. Yes. And this season well, was, that was definitely how it was too always short. Too, the, the length of previous seasons, with the exception of seven, because it was shorter. Right. Um, was good because it was longer because that's what the show always was. And that's why the last two seasons at times felt off because it was moving so fast that all of a sudden you, you are just throwing this adrenaline in there and you're like, wait, 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 what just happened? What just happened? Right. right. How do you know this person? What you met before? You know, right. uh, like yeah. there's, there's so many beats that I would love to have followed to see what, how they played out. Right, you know? which is why I'm really excited for the book because the books yeah. are going to be better. And right. I'm just now I'm just back to where I was a couple years ago when I finished <laughs> all the books and the show was yeah. going. And I'm like, well, I hope I don't die before I get to know the end of this. And now I know the end of it. Now I'm like, well, I hope I don't die before I get to read the rest of them. <laughs> I and equate you, it. You know, it's really if you want to catch a lightning in a bottle, it's it's a lot like Dark Tower. You know, we got that movie. Everybody was clamoring for that. Everybody was begging for it because, you know, these were a lot of folks' favorite books growing up. Stephen King, he finally finished it, you know. Um, he gave us the ending that was satisfactory, and then he wrote the ending that satisfied him. And I thought that was kind of a cool move for him to make. Um, yeah. Yeah. But these, these we got adaptations. that movie. <laughs> yeah. Go ahead. Sorry. Yeah. Okay. No, it's cool. Like, the, the movie, we got that. But the thing about it is... It may not have worked for everybody. I thought it was a fun ride for a couple hours. Maybe didn't scratch that itch as much as I wanted to. But you know what? They can do it again. And they will. I've never read the books, so <laughs> I have yeah. no no opinion on it other okay. than, you know, I want people to get whatever. Yeah. Um, I would love to hear your opinion on these books because it's, it's like a, a Western like suspense what horror. i know about them and how long series i'm never reading <laughs> i just don't first of all i don't like westerns okay well you know what i played that up a little bit it's more like a it has a lot of parallels to game of thrones except you can tell that stephen king wanted to he started out wanting to write a western yeah. But it didn't stay that way yeah like, yeah i know he like breaks the fourth wall and does weird shit like that Absolutely. He he there's listen, there's time travel. There's Yeah, yeah. <laughs> there's characters in there that maybe don't belong. There's a lot of connecting threads to other stories he's done, including his most famous stories. You know, it's just Yeah. I'd love to hear your thoughts on it. But yeah, we'll we'll sell you on that another time. So Game of Thrones, you talked about Amelia Clark a little bit and you were concerned about her coming yeah, out of this. Yeah, so she's got so one cool thing that came out of this that I liked was that um, one of the Reddit that I do like, I don't like the shit that's going on in there, but they did, they started a fundraiser for Amelia Clark's charity, um, which is same you. Uh, and it was, it's pretty cool. They've raised like, Oh my gosh, thousands of dollars. 
Mm. Like oh, more than $25,000 in two days is what it said uh, for same you. And it was basically saying like that there's so much negativity and this user on Reddit was going, let's, let's kind of have something positive come out of all this negativity. And so it was, let's, let's donate. Let's do something for Amelia. Cause she's our queen. We love her. Let's donate to her charity. And so they've done over $25,000 for it. So that's pretty cool. And if you want to do that, you know, throw some positivity into the world. Um, they have a post about it on Free Folk on Reddit. Well, we're going to go ahead and share that link directly to it. Right, right, right. Um, yeah, yeah um, just so folks can... So if we'll you don't want to go on Reddit, you don't have to go to Reddit. <laughs> no, I know. Well, I was going to yeah. say, it's also just the same you is the name of the charity. Or you can right look, look up Amelia Clark's charity. But they have a post on this. This is an Entertainment Weekly article that yeah. I found on it or was posted somewhere. But yeah, it's I, I like that. I like that that was a response. Um, yeah. I, yeah, I just I, I, I'm I mean, I was like I was messaging you. I was having dreams about Game of Thrones, like like literally dreaming about all of it how it would end like playing it out in my brain and it's over and it's not gone it's just there and i and i'm waiting i've read all the books so now i'm like i just want the next book i want these you know i want that conclusion i it's want the that never ending story oh god damn it it's just <laughs> You know, I, it's not like I, you know, I was talking about, it's not like I'm not disappointed by things or whatever, but I'm just tired of, you know, so many people being so negative all the time and thinking that that somehow makes them interesting. Well, I think I told you, um, right after the finale, um, before you went on social media hiatus, I went on. I had to, th that was another thing. I had to go on. I had to turn off my phone. Right, right. I was getting messages and stuff. Oh, that's right. And I wanted to tell you, but I ended up tweeting it out. I ended up saying, um, "Yeah, I had to shut everything." A off. lot of these, a lot of these bloggers had these think pieces ready in yeah. their drafts. All they had to do was fill in a few key elements and hit send. That yeah, was it. they were ready with that shit. Yeah, they were ready to end it. Like they are, yeah. they were ready to to shit on it. And of when you like, and I, I would, I, I'm definitely on the other side of the same coin of like these people where it's like, I love it so much that I'm like, you know, giving it so much leeway and all that. But the big thing is, I just don't, I, I, okay, a good example. I don't like The Walking Dead. Um, I have watched like two seasons of it or whatever. Shane, that Shane guy was still on it when I was watching it. That was like the prison yeah. part of it when they ended it or when I, when I stopped watching, it just wasn't for me. It wasn't, okay. it wasn't like it didn't scratch the itch or whatever. It didn't grab on. And I'm not saying I've never made fun of that show or whatever. I'm sure I did in some immature times, but right now it's like, I don't, I want people to enjoy the walking dead. I'm happy that people love The Walking Dead. It's not for me. But I love that they love it. And I mean, what you're saying, it makes complete sense. It makes 100% sense. And one would hope that in a situation that you are making fun of it, 
that ultimately people would understand that you're coming from a place of just humor. Right, it's, but it, it feels a little different when it's everyone doing that's it. That's what I was saying. When it's right. That's what I was going to get to. When it's piling on, when it's just like from all directions, when it's said with a serious tone, even in a jack. Okay, when you get Someone like... Someone said, I, I saw a Reddit comment, and this was the yeah. thing that made me go, I have to leave everything. I yeah. saw someone said, I like the finale in a Reddit comment. And someone said, I fucking hate you. In right. response. And, and I was like, are you kidding hell. me? What? Right. Right. It's like, it's your opinion, dude. And that, is, <sighs> that is so dark. What is wrong with you? Just, just. Oh. Fucking Maximum Derek. Maximum, maximum Derek. Right? Derek. Is um, this so upsetting? Yeah. Yeah. I totally get you. Because. <laughs> The worst thing in the world is to feel like you're the only person that really enjoyed something. And this is the default internet troll, age 33, lives it, whatever. I don't want to, I don't want to stay with But we also, but the keyboard warriors have to get behind their keyboards and write five paragraphs about why you're the dumbest person in the world. It's like, really, dude? Like, yeah. you can't just let me just walk it off. Just like, okay. Cool. Let me think about it for a minute. Maybe I'll agree with you. No, you have to get behind your keyboard. <laughs> And you have to tell me that yeah. because I don't like it. Uh, and I've I saw some people going like, just because we're criticizing it, people are like attacking us. I'm like, nobody's attacking you. Literally, everyone agrees with you. Right. Like right. you are not. Stop acting like a victim while also saying, look at these victims. Like that doesn't make any sense to me. Have a little bit of care. Have a little bit of sympathy. Have a little right. bit of understanding. Let, I mean, the world is shit right now. Let people enjoy things. Right. If somebody says they enjoyed it, and it's not, like, you know, bigoted or racist or sexist, just let them have it. It's yeah. fine. Yeah. That was another thing, too, where, you know, I think we talked about, like, how the Mary Sue was, like, right away. Like, you know, yeah. hearing so, so many people go, well, Game of Thrones has always been sexist and terrible and X, Y, and Z, and so I'm glad it sucks, and I'm glad yeah, you're all bad, and I'm glad you know was... you're, you're this and that, and I'm like, okay, what? <laughs> so yeah, I'm yeah. what? So I'm like a bad feminist because I like this thing, I mean, and a... <laughs> I see things in it that you clearly don't, and so I've after... read these books and you haven't, and like I or whatever, like yeah. You know, or maybe you have and you didn't get the same thing from them, but that's okay. After you mentioned that, after after I well rather after I said that little note about the Mary Sue and how they had their hiatus with covering Game of Thrones because it was it was too sexist for their yeah uh, their particular site, which is, which is fine. fine. Like, I don't. It's yeah, fine. you don't have to watch it. That's, that's but then they came back. It, they came back a couple seasons later to start taking pot shots yeah. again, and it's like, wait a minute, you said you were done. This is supposed to be my safe haven. From seeing think pieces about Game of Thrones, which is one of the reasons why I came here. What the fuck, Mary Sue? So I asked in the comments, and the the the, uh, the writer of the most recent article shitting on it basically said, "Well, the people who said that we're not going to talk about it don't work here anymore." I'm like, "That's bullshit." Yeah, that's your answer. <laughs> that's a that that is a whole separate conversation. Uh. Yeah, no, um, I, I'm not getting in that conversation. I, that is oh, not I'm my not conversation. Oh, I'm not getting in that conversation either, dude. No, I don't no. care what gently I have. I am not getting in that conversation. <laughs> but like, I, I just don't. You know, you know, I, I. No one has to watch it. No one has to like it. Right. 
just like I said with Walking Dead, I don't watch it. I don't like it. But that doesn't mean that there's something wrong with liking it. There's something wrong with watching it. That Yeah. Or I, I just don't know. I, I, I feel like people have – I just don't feel like people even appreciate how amazing the content is that we get on a regular basis. It's true. I mean, even if you just look at the dragons alone, if you just look you at and I know this is really just every week. Yeah. Every week. That dragon, the quality of that dragon yeah. improved every single time you saw it. Yeah. That was dope. It it, it got better before your very eyes. Yeah. <laughs> I mean it's just, it was great. And I know that's that's the smallest thing on the totem pole, but man, man, I yeah. loved that dragon. The, yeah. the dragons, plural dragons. Yes, Plurals. no spoilers here. Ha ha. Ha ha. <laughs> I don't know why I did it that way. Yeah. No. Um. So, what's your what's your favorite, or what what are some of your favorite series finales? Um. I put one on my list. I know is on yours. Okay, go for it. It's your favorite show. Cheers. Cheers ended very well in my opinion. Yeah, Cheers ended very well, for sure. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Because it was just like, oh, just business as usual. Right. (laughs) Um, Mad Men loved loved the finale of Mad Men. Totally. Um, I think Six Feet Under might be the best finale I've ever seen. Man, just to go back to Mad Men for a second, like they could have whiffed on that. I feel like if their internet was at peak internet as Um, it is now. Are you forgetting that that was exactly what happened the next day? Yeah. Oh, I'm, yeah. I'm, I wasn't See, in. This I is, wasn't on. This is the culmination of the, the frustration that I am dealing with right now and why yeah. I've been like, I got to go walk into the woods and never return has has been years and years in the making of Man. things that I love. Because as soon as as soon as Game of Thrones ended, I was like, oh, so I'm just going to spend years now defending this like I do with Lost, like I do with Mad Men, like I do with Himium, like I do the, I remember... the, 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 that. I remember the venom for Lost. Yeah. Um I I definitely remember that. And that that like surpassed the internet. That was like people at in, in the office were like pissed off about that. That was oh, yeah. amazing. I remember going to school the next day and you know, it was yeah. like my junior year of high school or something like that and uh, Himium, people being pissed. Himium Sopranos stuck the landing. Yeah, Sopranos, yeah. I was I, one of the people who was Himium, disappointed in Sopranos. I disagree agree with the choice that they made um, because they basically lo- they, they painted themselves into a corner yeah with the pre pre-taped thing of the kids right and that ending right. That they had to have they yeah. could have they could have cut that and changed the ending and they did in the alternate ending on the DVDs you can find it on YouTube if you just look up himium alternate ending. Yeah, it was better. up pretty quickly, and they didn't really do that much about taking it down. I think they just wanted the fans to see it, so that yeah. was cool. Yeah. Um, yeah. And it's and I thought that was better. But this is this is the thing where you go. I actually I don't think that was fan service, even though people were upset because they made both endings. Yeah, and they were sitting in the editing room wondering what to do. And the reason that they went with that was because that was the ending that they went with was because that was the plan the whole time. Mm-hmm. And they were like, well, we just should stick with our guns and do that. And I, I respect that because that was their original plan. Right. But I think that 
a television show is very different from a movie or a novel or whatever, which is it grows and it changes over time. Oh, certainly. And that show is a great example of growing in huge ways. Things that happened in season nine were not even on the radar in season one. Right. Uh, right. You look at um, just Barney's character growth, yeah. a character who should not have grown at all. You know? No, and, he, and then in the end, they kind did. of negated some of that and yeah. made some choices that didn't make sense to me. Um, yeah. But whatever, that was the that was the path that they went down. Uh, they wrote themselves into a corner because they made. I don't want to. Well, it's. All it's right, been look. a couple of years. I they feel made like him, we can just talk about him. Yim. Yeah, they made I, him more likable, you know, and I think that's because of the charm of Neil Patrick Harris. So they it's like the, hard guys, not we're gonna to. we're gonna spoil him Yim, because it's been a couple of years, and yeah. you at this point you should you should shit or get off the pot. So, <laughs> um, so they they made him grow with having a kid, but yeah. they they didn't make him grow with having an emotional mature relationship that was lasting and that's the part where i'm like that's doesn't make any sense to me yeah um but you know they just made him stop being such a lecherous ladies man and they made him more of a family man and they made him likable and a good friend and just more well-rounded you know yeah, even him and Robin, I love that so much. When they actually put them together, I'm like, this I makes was no- so angry <laughs> when that happened in the finale. When they split in the finale, because yeah, that yeah. that was a big part of. I was like, oh no, this is turning. I felt the turn. And when I when I watched the episode, a couple episodes before, when they were um, when it was the flash forward of Ted and um, Tracy at. At the having their anniversary, and she was like, "What kind of mother wouldn't be at her kid's funeral, her daughter's wedding?" Right. And and Ted is starting to lose it. And I'm like, "Oh no 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 no! This is starting to take a turn." Yeah. And I really felt my favorite episode of that show, my favorite favorite episode is the Time Travelers, which is the uh, second to last season, mm-hmm. and it's at the very it's towards the end of the season, and. If you rewatch that episode now, knowing the ending, it's even more. It has even more of an impact. But I remember sitting on my couch watching that and just bursting into tears because it perfectly captured um, loneliness and that feeling of wanting your life to start and yeah. wanting to be in the place that you know you're going to be, but you you haven't gotten there yet. And when Ted is like, I'll take just like five seconds more with you. Um, And and so I I started to kind of in the back of my mind feel something like something was turning. And then it just progressed. And I was like, I don't know if that was the right choice. I don't know. They had so many good moments like that on that show that really just encapsulated the way that 20 somethings feel, you know, when they see their friends around them and growing. Nothing can change my love for that show any right. criticisms i have the finale are are more minor and i can get into that discussion with people that love him i can't i can't with people that you know go to that place immediately like this was terrible and i'm like whoa, whoa, whoa let's talk about it let's talk about why yeah. they made that choice um another one that i loved which i just i just rewatched and finished was a uh, new girl okay i thought that the ending for that was perfect um 
and really well done fun funny and kind of you know makes you tear up a little bit um i like to think i like the end of scrubs eighth season yes that i thought that good. was a perfect oh, ending God, to the show yeah crying on that oh one, man sure yeah same was great great finale. office was great i, I feel like that goes parks without and saying rec. parks and rec was it was good but it felt like it, they they tried to be too ambitious with the time jump Oh, I liked it. I thought it was good. I yeah. liked it. Um, yeah. Hmm. I like Breaking Bad's ending. Yeah, I did too. I liked Breaking yeah. Bad's ending. I don't know. You did didn't I, watch... Did I ever tell you my Breaking Bad finale story? Uh-oh. No. Let's hear it. <laughs> I, um, I was watching Breaking Bad. My dad was super into it, and I was super into it. We were watching it together. Mm-hmm. And uh, I had DirecTV at the time, and DirecTV was, was cutting out. <laughs> So it, uh, satellite went out at the very end. No. And then it, uh, it opens up on the final shot. No. And, uh, and I went outside and was like crying and like hitting oh. the direct TV. <laughs> hitting the, this is how intense I get about shows, guys. Uh, hitting the, hitting the, the satellite dish being so angry. <laughs> I would give anything to have that footage, man. Just like, fucking direct TV. I get ah, it. If I'm, that, if I'm on that level, it's not good because I don't oh, get man. there often. I, I really don't. I'm, I get angry and I get like eh, this and that. If I'm on that, like I'm gonna cry. I'm so yeah. upset. You need to watch out because I'm going to hit things. I'm going to, you know, that's how I fucked up my foot like a couple mm. weeks back. Was my computer crash when I was oh. taking a timed final? Yeah. And I w- I kicked a like full box of things clear across the room barefoot, and fucked up my ankle for like a good week um i've i don't know how i haven't broken my hand i've punched numerous walls it's gotten better as i've gotten older i i've just a net like i when i reach that level which this is not a this is like a once a year thing for me you know it's a really bad maybe twice yeah and yeah it's yeah, that that's another level. Like I said, when I was like 16, it was way worse. My brother has been, you know, when he was a teenager, he was terrible at it, too. He Man. broke so many things. We both have like that angry, you know, I, I think that that's why I get upset at other people's aggression. Because I, I recognize that it's real. And then, I, and I've been there, and I've learned to control it. You know that ninety-eight percent of the time. Yeah. And I never, I've never hit someone else or anything like that. Like it's never no, manifested maybe... in that way. It's always been self. Like it's always been. A, I need to hit a wall. And it's right. it's. I don't remember it ever being. Someone else did something, and then I got angry. It's always I did something, and I'm taking it out on myself. Um, or something happened that was circumstantial that happened and I'm, and I'm taking it out this way. I don't recall it ever being related to, oh, no, that one was. Never mind. But they, okay. <laughs> they weren't, they weren't there. I was going to say, like, just kind of on topic, like, I don't, I don't punch walls because I remember an episode of Roseanne where Dan punched through some drywall when he was oh, fighting yeah. with Roseanne. 
And I remember what a big deal that was. Yeah, and how it freaks you out. Like, where yeah. you're like, this is, if you are a person that is around someone who's angry on that level, whether or not they actually physically, like, hit something or, or like, show that aggression, when you can feel that, that turn, yeah. You know, I have had things thrown at me or whatever, like that type of situation, yeah. um, by unhealthy people. And, or or that those types of signs of aggression and like I said I I didn't do that I remember the worst thing I ever did was I flipped off my dad when I was like twelve that oh, wow. that was the thing that you know my yeah. dad was like you're gonna regret that like, like I he, he didn't even say you're gonna to... face repercussions he just said you're gonna feel bad about that and like an hour wow. later I was like crying and really upset about it I've you know? done that yeah like yeah. not not flip somebody off but I've verbally said some things to people that I will wish until my dying day that I could take back. Yeah. Because it comes from a, it comes from a place of frustration and of passion. And I mean, I don't want to say it comes from a place of love because it's not what you do with people you love and coming to that realization. No, it does not come from a place of love. It's right. It's coming to that realization is what true. gets you through it to the point where it's like, all right, I don't want to treat somebody I love like this. This yeah. is not healthy. Um, and I think everybody needs to kind of encounter their own, like, limit so they what's can find out is, what type of person they are. Right. What's funny is, I like I said earlier, oh, I was furious at you. Like, mm-hmm. it was not this. This, this no, is I what I'm talking about. This is, like, the DEFCON level has now reached. You know, like, that was, um, I was like, damn it, Matt. Like, it was yeah. that kind of furious. I I really can't think of a situation where I was so angry at someone else it's always been my own shit it's always been being hard on myself um, i mean i can but i don't want to get into that yeah, yeah i also i also have experienced situations where i've been the person that's pissed somebody off i've been hit i have definitely been hit before um uh, and it it's like just a weird situation because it's, it's been like, like it, it was like school schoolyard like little kid stuff for me okay not oh. me. This is all adult shit. Right, but, but at the same time, like, <laughs> unfortunately, I don't think it's acceptable, but, like, it's more acceptable for men to be hit. So yeah. men hit and by other just men, to go back to men what hit I was by trying women. To say. Like, it's all not cool, guys. Like, don't hit other right. people. I right. don't care what well, What I was trying is. to say earlier is that, like, the whole thing about Dan hitting that wall, I know how I'm perceived. I'm a big dude. And yeah. for me... Basically, I'm going to outweigh anybody that is on the receiving end of that, and I don't want to be that. I oh just yeah, don't be when that I do it, they're like, "Oh my god, look at the Cabbage Patch Kid!" Oh, <laughs> like I, I'm, I'm not a danger to anyone. Like, um, you know, I'm, I'm five two, fucking tiny little bitch. Like, you know, I'm, I'm an angry little, little one. But like, I can't, I, I, I don't have that. What you're talking about, where you're like, yeah. well, I could scare the shit out of people. They say, I don't want to be Dan. I want to be Sully. That's just it. That's the difference right yeah. there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, like, the, I think that, like, you know, back to this, like, th- that aggression and that anger and all that stuff, when it manifests in these other weird ways, and I see it in other people, I kind of go, I'm working to fix that stuff. You should already be past this. And that's not realistic. Like, that's not. Like, I should not expect people to be on that other level yet. Or anything like that. Because everyone's a work in progress. Everyone's flawed. Everyone has this and that. But I get really frustrated when I'm like, 
why are you not why does it not feel like you're at least trying well you you did what you felt you had to do and i get it and that actually made a difference because i know if you feel that passionately about something that you are going to come from that level of frustration and just be real about it which also is appreciated then you feel really strongly about it i totally get that yeah 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 i mean it's just you yeah i don't know and at the about moment, I was all is. cloudy and high off of medication. But, you know, when I thought about it, it made sense. Um, <laughs> you want to do a wall of weird? Yeah, yeah, sure. I have notes in here. I just want to acknowledge it and then not talk about it because I don't know <laughs> why I wrote this. Okay. I don't know what happened. Yeah, I was going to ask about this, too. I, I, <laughs> I wrote, did Luke and Leia fuck? Did they, though? Did they? I don't know what happened here, guys. I felt like you changed it. You, like, wrote, like, they had to, right? Or something like that. I don't think so. I think I was just writing the did they, though. I don't know. Tell us, did you guys think Luke and Leia fucked? Because I felt, I I mean, now that I guess, maybe I was watching, I don't remember watching Star Wars, so I don't know where this came from. But <laughs> I was I'm like, were you just trying to I've find some years. conversation starter? No, like, no. We were low on this, content I think at this first. Was just something, this, is, this is how stupid my brain is. That my brain was just drifting. Like, maybe it was like I was thinking of the Lannisters or something. I don't know. But like, I, I, I came I up with three like, reasons why they didn't. But we can wait until the no, audience I'm, comes okay, back. Okay, I'm not saying they actively were fucking. I'm okay. saying that they <laughs> fucked, like, they fucked at the end <laughs> at like the end somewhere between a new hope and the end of empire mm. before mm. he found out nope no i'm gonna say no i'm gonna say no because okay my my main rationale for saying no is because luke if you take away all the sci-fi bullshit luke was a geeky hillbilly kid from some backwater town that is She's a not a princess. The argument that they talked to Bud. <laughs> oh no 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 no! She's a princess. Okay, he doesn't interact with women too often. Remember him whining about going to Tashi Station, working on some power converters. I actually do subscribe to that theory that Luke is gay. I mean, that's a whole different conversation. I'm just saying, like, no, I'm just kidding. When I, don't I, care. When I, I don't look at when I look anything. at Luke through the Leia goggles, I ain't seeing fuckable. I just. Plus, you got a bad boy right there in Han. That's I mean, the second point. Yeah, yeah, second yeah. Point. No, no, no. I mean, she definitely wanted to fuck Han, but like, oh yeah, I don't know. I mean, we we all did. I mean, second point is, yeah, she just Luke kissed. did too. Like, I exactly. Chewie did. I'm sure Chewie and Han <laughs> fucked. I, I mean, Lando. We saw them. Sure. We saw them shower together in Solo. So I mean, hey, wait, what? Well, you didn't see Solo? Oh, I haven't seen Solo. Oh, uh, disregard what I just said. Then never mind. Um, I don't think yeah. I want to see Solo. No. So she kissed Luke. Just to get under Han's skin. Yes, I always got that. Yup. But I was like, and then when she did, when she kissed him, quote unquote, for luck, that was just to get his adrenaline pumping so he could hoist both of them across that that crevasse with that thin ass wire. That was just (laughs) to get his blood pumping. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I don't think they talked, but it was (laughs) disturbing. You're like, I give up. Forget it. No, no, no. I don't want them to. I don't want no. this to be reality. I don't want, like, you know, but, oh, my God, what if that was the twist of the I last mean, movie? That she, maybe. That, that this, this little, this little bitch is angry <laughs> because he's actually, 
a little, um, yeah, you know, well, the Brad- tree hasn't split. Oh, that's not good. It's not good. Sorry, I spoiled episode nine for you guys. Oh, no. <laughs> it was Lucas's. The rise of incest. Can you imagine George Lucas sitting there like, should I write this this way? Hmm. Uh, nah. George, George is lighting $100 bills on fire and <laughs> and, and uh, using them for his, like to light his cigars. So yep. I don't think he's uh, involved in any of the writing of the current stuff. So he's like, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> Enjoy your incest soap operas, kids. He's Bye. laughing, drinking scotch right now. Doesn't care. Yes. All right. Wall <sighs> of Weird. Wall let's of Weird. Do, let's do this Nexium update. Okay. Okay. So, uh, first of all, I don't remember who. Someone sent me an audio file. And I'm mm. going to go look on my... Because I, I believe it was my personal... So someone sent me an audio file that was that was like or an article that was about the Nexium, uh, and I listened to the audio. Oh. Okay. I don't remember who sent me this. I can't find it. Um. Oh yes. Oh no 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 no. Okay, I found it. It was Gabriella. Okay. It was Gabriella. So she sent me this audio, and I listened to it, and it was Allison Mack and Keith Rainier, which is the guy who who runs ran nexium mm-hmm. uh talking about branding the girls oh, branding God. the women and it was like i think we should get them completely naked and it should be like uh yes do it to me so that they don't think and and she's like yeah yeah and like just agreeing with him and just like yeah yeah no that's okay yeah okay it was insane so, because this trial is going on right now, that's why we're getting so much more information of what mm-hmm. exactly was going on in Nexium. Uh, so, that audio is super disturbing. Um, I appreciate it being sent, because, of course, I want to listen to it. I'm, I'm fucked up. It's super disturbing. Listen to it, it really now. Is. No, I'm not playing it. <laughs> no. What if I just started playing it? That's that's the next 30 minutes of the podcast or whatever. That's it. That's how, um, we, that's how we generate content. So... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Got to generate that content somehow. Um, so they, they just gave more details about this where um, uh, a former slave, and I'm, I, I hate to use these terms, guys, but this is what they called them in Nexium, the women in Nexium. Right. Um, Lauren Salzman uh, told jurors in a court in Brooklyn uh, that Keith Rainier would preside over meetings fully clothed. Um, when he was unable to attend meetings in person, the women would take naked photos and text it to him. Oh my God. Um, making sure that he could see where he branded them with his initials. Hmm. We were to look uniform and happy. Uh, Rainier faces charges of sex trafficking, child pornography, uh, for his self-help group. Um, also, I want to know more about why they were recording Allison Mack and Keith Rainier. Why were they recording this stuff? They were having this, recordings of the conversation. They are so stupid. Yeah. Unless she did yeah. it as like a way to save herself. If she I doubt knew, that. I, I, I think it. Too. Because it really feels like everybody was just really under this haze of just brainwash, yeah. you know, like they just really thought that they were too big to to fail. Basically, just I don't know. It's it's so strange. It's it's 
if it's fascinating in these situations when people feel like they're never going to get caught. So they just leave all this evidence just out. You know? Yeah, that that requires. I, I'm like, I'd get caught in a second. I, I I just don't understand it. Um, so this details how Nexium teachers portrayed Rainier as some kind of god mm. who would unlock a more fulfilling life for his followers. Guys, wow. no one is going to make your life better in that way. You got to make your own life better. Even your spouse, even like There's the person no, that you love, you're, you're, you know what? Your child's not going to save your marriage. I'm sorry. I'll guys. take it. A, I'll take it a step further. When you give control of yourself to another party, whether that's a friend or a loved one, a spouse, whatever, you're you're losing part of yourself, and ultimately that person is going to fail you. Yeah. You're going to have to pick yourself up. Better to have yourself have your own back first and foremost. Then have to pick up the pieces after somebody dumps you. Yeah, no, that's I mean, not really bad. I, I no, 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 make no, it no, no. So I agree. Like, no, I. You can't. It's not healthy. I was just listening to um, uh, what the fuck, uh, Mark Maron's podcast with Jane Fonda, and she was talking about the exact same thing. She's been yeah. married three times, and she says, "I'll never be in another relationship with a man, romantic relationship with a man, because I give too much of myself." I give all of it. And like she loses who she is. Yeah. That's never a good thing. Like that, no, that phrase right there, that last part right there where you say you lose who you are. You gotta yeah. keep your individuality. You gotta keep what yeah. makes you you. Or else I mean, it's it's twofold. One, you're not yourself anymore, of course, duh, obvious. Secondly, you're losing what attracted the person to yep. you in the first place. That's the trick of it. You don't want to become you, a, a copy of them well, what's because tough is you people have to, are self-loathing. Right. What's tough is you have to grow <laughs> as well. It's just very complicated. And if, if someone, by the way, just throwing this out there, um, if someone really likes that you've molded into their personality, that person is a narcissist and you need to run away. Mm-hmm. Sweetie babies. Sweet chili babies. You can't fix a narcissist if you think there is a narc. Like, I'm telling you this. Someone who has dealt with narcissism, you cannot, not personally, you know what I mean, uh, someone else in my life, you cannot fix a narcissist. This has been told to me by many mental health professionals. They do. They tell you you cannot fix it. All you can do is separate yourself from it. So if someone is very into that, like this dude is, who wants to be a god and wants to see himself on you, on your body and what's all that. You need to separate yourself from that person. Get away as so, soon as you can. Yes, I agree. And as someone who is a narcissist, what up? No, um, <laughs> I, I may have mentioned several episodes ago, maybe on the second or third episode that I want a cult. Forget I said any of that stuff. Oh, I, yeah. I don't know want we're this joking. type of cult. We were, we were only, only joking. Uh, yeah. Yeah, no, 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 no. Everyone no, knows no, what I don't want about that. We're fine. No, no, it's yeah. the like, it's the real nar- like. Have you met a legit narcissist before? Oh, absolutely. They scare the and shit out of you, don't they? Yeah, because they just love. Look, they they have a way. The way that they lie and manipulate it is because it's terrifying. not lying. No, it's, it's the their truth. truth. It's the it's truth. their truth. Yeah, no. Everybody it's, else is wrong, but them. Everything bends to them. Exactly. And that that is how they perceive reality and it is terrifying. Um there's no fake it till you make it. It's you made it and the whole world just needs to recognize that you made yeah, it. Yeah. Yeah. 
Oh, it's so scary. So beware of narcissist cult leaders, guys. Right. Um, and that I can't believe our, we just had to say that, but yeah. No, because look, and, and here's leaders. the thing. I'm not just saying beware of it for yourself. Be mindful of the people around you who might be in a situation that is not healthy. And if you are worried about that, you know, you can call these hotlines. You can look into it. There are, there are resources out there that are available to help you maybe help someone in a, in a bad situation. Right. So, you know, that's that's the other part of being aware of it. It's not just putting your it's not just like, how do I get myself out of the situation? It might be, how do I get my friend out of it? How do I get my sister out of it? How do I get my brother out of it? What you know, whatever it may be. Yeah. And um, I just wanna I wanna give some love to people that have survived those type of situations and worked their way out because that that is no small feat. No, you know, I it is. I admire that so much and you deserve all the credit in the world for picking 100%. yourself up and walking out. Because that's oh, yeah. wow. Yeah, yeah, it's awful. I mean, in, yeah, if you got out of it, like, seriously, love, like, love to you. Like, that right. is, and, and uh, it's not just a thing that's going to fix itself overnight. You're going to deal with it forever. But you're not alone. A lot of people have dealt with things like this. And, you know, that's why we have, like, mental health professionals, why we have friends and family and loved ones and, and all of that to, all of these things help us kind of piece together what we lost um, and maybe make something better after it. Um, do you want to, do you want to talk about something lighter? <laughs> okay. What do we got? Washington becomes the first state to legalize human composting. <laughs> I feel like all we need is the headline off it. <laughs> May May first, twenty twenty. Um this oh, is shit. natural organic reduction. This is legit, by the way. Uh so it's liquid cremation is an oh, acceptable God. means of de uh, disposition <laughs> of uh for human bodies. And so now they've only done before this they've only done burial and cremation. So basically they're gonna let you um, organically bury, green berry people. Wild. Now, I saw something, I want to say years ago, where they would basically uh, put your remains, uh, that you would be cremated, they put your remains in this type of like capsule that yes. you would plant, yes. and a tree would grow. Yes. That and I thought that was kind of neat. It is very neat. It is not the greenest way to die. <laughs> <laughs> um, because of, no, because of the cremation, um, there are greener burials. You're actually better off going in what this is mostly talking about is an unmarked grave. Yeah. Um, now they geotag it, um, so it's not technically unmarked anymore. Like it's it is digitally marked, um, but they don't put headstones or anything like that that'll take up space. And then they just let everything grow around it. And it, it's a park. Um, Allie was even telling me about how. They do this to preserve some land. Hmm. Uh, so, like, this is a, this is a, we want to keep this as, like, a national park or a, you know, we want to conserve this land. And if you bury human remains, remains there, they have to keep it, like, untouched. So, you're okay. basically, in your death, um, your body goes back into the earth and then, you know, into the soil and things can grow and, you know, worms can eat your face and all that. And you... <laughs> Yeah, and, and you know, you, yeah, no, and, and you can um, you can also protect land. 
Um, so that's basically what this is talking about, where it's saying that um, they will allow... Because the rules for disposing of a body are very strict. Um, my grandfather ran a funeral home and everything like that. So he, he was a... Um, uh, what's it called? Undertaker? Uh, yeah, there's another word for it. Mortician. Like, Mortician. Yeah, yeah okay. he did all of that. Like He did all of the... like. He went to school for it and everything. Um, and he also ran ambulance service. So there's a lot of really, really strict rules for that. And what they're basically starting to do now is become a little bit more lax on that so that people can be buried, you know, with a little bit more ease. I'm sure that they're going to have to deal with permits and things like that to make sure it's okay. Sure. Because, and know, ideally... Random bodies. Right, you don't want just random bodies popping up like, oh no, that's supposed to be there. That's fine. Yeah. No, that's that's scary. That's that's how the wire starts. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So I mean, I'm all for that, and you know, I gotta be honest. That's something I think about a lot because I don't want to be just buried. I don't want to take up space. You know. Yeah. I think about all these cool things that you read about, like, oh, this guy got blasted into space and, you know, his remains yeah. are in, in orbit now. But eventually those remains come back down. I think about burial at sea, but, I mean, that's a lot to put on a person <laughs> after you pass yeah, away. I, I like want the, you to go I on like a cruise. I like the just the, the, <laughs> the Frank from It's Always Sunny and he's like, I'm dead. Just throw me in the trash. Like that. <laughs> No, I like the green burial. If I can find a way to somehow help something else yeah. like i saw that uh that luke perry was buried in this like suit that creates mushrooms or something like that like he had a wow. burial and it's this whole it you're you're basically like head to toe in this this suit he had just read about it like right before he died and he told oh. his kids that he wanted it and they 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 managed to do that that's amazing um like oh uh small update his son did a fantastic job um, at his performance at AEW this oh, past weekend. I yeah. didn't know he had so, a performance. That's yeah, great. yeah. He's he plays a. I'm sorry, he plays. He's a, a, a wrestler named Jungle Boy, and it's just basically like a yeah, Tarzan sort of thing. That. But yeah, we talked about yeah, that before. Yeah, yeah. But he did a great job, and uh, you know, I hope I, I hope he's living his best life right now. Yeah. You know? I know yeah, it's not something all... to get over that quickly, but you know, he's he's pushing forward and i admire that yeah yeah so that was the wall of weird for this that week. was the wall of weird yeah and then okay. uh kara actually messaged us right before we recorded ah. and she sent that same article about the first state <laughs> the first state decomposition and i was wow. like this is already in the notes there so, you go thank you kara no thank even you for... if we've already found it we still appreciate yeah. you sending it to us because you know, if we haven't talked about it, you don't know that we have it. So send them right. in. All send in. We're saving all of them. Even if we haven't talked about something you've sent in yet. Um, we, we have a database. Them. Yeah, we are. We, do. we have a wall. We, it's I a little wall. string. Yeah. <laughs> right on. Okay. That's it. That's, uh, a, that's a show, man. It's a whole show. good. Yeah, it's a whole show. That's a show. <sighs> Were we supposed to read graphic novels this week? I think so. I, I read a, actually, you know what? I read a lot of comics. Yeah, a lot of comics. I finished Mister Miracle. Cool. I finished 
Um, I kept calling him Miracle Man, and Kelsey was calling me out on that. <laughs> oh. She's like, you mean Mr. Miracle? Yeah, yeah, that's that's what I meant. Yeah. But it was good. It was enjoyable. Um, you know, I, I might have mentioned it before, but if you liked Tom King's Vision book, then you're going to enjoy yeah. this. Yeah. So I dug it. Um, I also read uh, some more of the Doom Patrol Omnibuy. I read some more uh, Carl Barks uh, Duck books. And, um, yeah, just, just really trying to take it real easy and chill with the comics, man. Yeah. I, um, I read, I took a break from Chew and read The Descender. The Descender. Oh, yeah. So yeah. you post that. Yeah. The Jeff Lemire book. Mm-hmm. It was interesting. I, I don't know how hooked I am to the story, but the artwork, oh my God. It's mm. like watercolors. Wow. Um, but very light on color. So it's almost like half sketch, half watercolor. It's gorgeous. The artwork. I, I mean, I'd recommend the first volume just for the artwork alone. Yeah. Um, but I don't. I'm like, oh, do I keep going or do I not? I don't know. It's it's like science fiction that's not necessarily grabbing me. I can go either way with some of those yeah. like genre specific pieces. Um, but yeah. So I think I'm gonna go back into Chew unless I make a change. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I read Detective Comics number one thousand, which felt like a graphic novel because it was so. Was that the long. Was that the wedding that didn't actually happen? No, that was Batman number fifty. That's part of Tom King's run, mm. um, and one one reason why the internet's all like, rah, 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 "You said they were gonna get married," and blah blah blah. It's like it's not done yet, you know. Anyway, um, I read Detective number thousand, and it was good. It had a lot of a lot of callbacks to like old eras of Batman. Um, Denny O'Neill did some of the artwork in there. Kevin Smith cool. wrote a story, which is really oh. funny. Yeah. Um, like, I don't want to say it's funny, but it's like, it's totally a Kevin Smith story. It's like, yeah, you wrote this, dude. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, Paul Dini, of course, had to get in there. Uh, but yeah, good stuff. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah. No, I haven't, I haven't decided. I don't know. I, it's like, I'm, it feels like I'm keep searching for something like in these yeah. books and I, and I can't, find it <laughs> well i tell you what if you're gonna search search no farther than yeah. third coast comics right here in chicago illinois where you can get 10 percent off of your graphic novels that are mentioned right here on lex and that's excellent adventure that's right folks yes. third coast comics yeah 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 <laughs> uh yeah and we always end up posting always we usually end up posting uh (laughs) images on our instagram and if you go onto our instagram page in the stories it has a little little picture and it says gn challenge those are all of the books that we've picked so there's our little list yeah we have the best intentions of doing this weekly but you know life life happens life finds a way Comics are supposed to be a departure. They're supposed to be a, a way of relaxing, of letting your hair down. So, you know, read whatever you want. Read what we read. You know, we'll give you good suggestions, but just enjoy what you want. Mm-hmm. It's fine. Yeah. yeah, that's my problem. I end up where I'm like, let me work on my avocado sweater instead, just for <laughs> forever and watch The Office. That's my life right now. It's good stuff. Yeah, I'm not complaining. When I when I have that downtime, when I'm like, oh yeah, let me just uh, watch The Office and knit. <laughs> God, I'm ancient, and I love it's it. That's all right. There's no, I'm it. aging into my personality. I'm it. Like this is it. This is this is what I've wanted all along. There you go. Yeah. So, all right, you folks, if you want to follow what we're doing, check out 
at Lex and Matt mm-hmm. on all the stuff. Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, we're there. We're yeah. ready. Yeah. We appreciate you guys sending us stuff. We're going to work on the Patreon. I have the tears. I just haven't. <laughs> I have to do the video and the thing. and it, Yeah. We have the meats. No, we had um an initial idea for the Patreon when Lex was in town, and I did my half of the video, but now it's completely different, so we've got to redo it. It's fine. It's, it's, it's not fine. that it was wrong. It's that you filmed it. You filmed it hot dog style, and it needs to be hamburger style. <laughs> Remember how they fold we the should, paper? They used to okay, say fold it hot okay. dog, fold a hamburger. I That's, tell you what, that's going to be one of the first things we release on Patreon for the Packers. <laughs> what? My hot dog, Your be- hot my dog? Hot dog yeah, video. Yeah. 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 Hot dogging with Matt Peters. That's what we call it. Hot dogging anyway, with Matt Peters. Anyway, no, we're not. Oh we're my totally God. not doing that. Please yeah, no. I'm getting loopy. <laughs> I am too, and I'm not that tired. I don't know why. I think it's just when we hit this two-hour mark, I'm just like, fuck it. Right, like, right. Ugh. Well, I've been sitting on this? this. I've been sitting on this exercise ball for two hours now, so it's time to move. <laughs> <laughs> My cat is, All right, is like just staring daggers at me right now. Like, That's you it. need to stop and <laughs> cuddle with me. What's happening? Right. All right. Right, right. Okay, Sammy, I will. All right, guys, be excellent to each other. Thanks for listening, guys. Adventures. We love you. Bye. Bye.